Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you, like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I that's am right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Whoa! Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Beer, also, okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast.
Hello, true believers, and welcome to Four Color Commentary, the continuing saga of four comic nerds and the books they love. If you look closely across the grassland, you'll see the majestic Alan <laughs> nestled deep in the countryside caves. You'll find the reclusive Chewy feasting hungrily upon his prey. You can see the sharp teeth of the Ian digging into the sweet flesh of the Alan. Sleeping quietly in its natural habitat, you'll find the majestic and feathered Ryan. <laughs> feathered. <laughs> feathered. All right. The blue-breasted. Hey, you were out in. Why the, did I? You were out eaten. in the plain, looking majestic, and I was hungry. I was hiding in, in the, the brush. Felt? I happen to have acute senses, sir. Acute. Yeah, he's got. A, he's got a, a yeah, cute senses. Yeah, Everyone yeah, thinks you're cute, and you know what I think. We, I think it's we cute chased when down I those burritos and we consumed them. <laughs> we did. <laughs> um, with gusto. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Four Color Commentary. Uh, this is your first uh, issue with us. Welcome. You picked an issue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you kind of chose it random. Picking numbers. Um, and if you are a uh, returning uh, Four Color Cadet, we salute you and uh, wish you safe travels to wherever your final destination may so be. So say your. Uh, Four color captains. That's true. The four color comrades is what we are. We're, no, we're, we're, I like the captains. I thought that Alan, was <laughs> you're like that guy who decides, let's shake it up a bit. That's you. You're that guy in the hey, boardroom right now. I have my 13 pieces of flair. All right. <laughs> if you feel comfortable with the bare minimum, that's fine. Alan. Yeah, it's up hey, to you. Hey, this is our second anniversary episode. This is. Is it really? Yeah. Really? Like, like. But like a legitimate anniversary. Wait, yes, man. this yeah. is legitimate. I think you said last time that was our anniversary episode. Last I time realized... that was episode 52. So that's the end of year two. Oh. This is the beginning of year three. Yes. Wait, two? Wait. Yes. This no. hasn't been... I that thought was this the... was like year one. That was the no. end of our of our no, podcast Alan. year. This We've been recording. We got our read solutions last time. Yeah. Whoa. That was Whoa. a year ago. And that was our the end of our first year. Yeah. Here we are. Still doing all right yeah. well <laughs> let's that make uh, you feel fantastic i, I want to talk about this some more but we should get through the business first. yes yeah, we should yeah. so there's a lot of ways you can reach out to our podcast if you like the things that we do and you would like to become involved in some way uh way number one you can reach out to us is through our website fourcolorpodcast.com. it is a tumblr blog site so you can follow us there and get updates on uh, new episodes and uh, also we'd like to post uh, the artwork for all the books that we that we read not the entire book but just the cover so you can kind of know what it looks like know what you're looking for on the internet uh you can also uh, do a couple different things on that site on the sidebar thing number one you can do is subscribe to us via itunes we are on the itunes music store so you can subscribe to us there uh, anything that uses that uh, itunes store feed by the way uh, if you use an app like instacast or any of those that use the itunes store feed uh, you can actually find us on there as well uh, so whatever your preferred podcast podcast listening method is so if you have one and you notice we're not on there reach out to us and let us know and we'll get involved with that uh Way number uh, two, well, I guess way number uh, two, you can reach us, I guess, is social media. Uh, we have uh, various social media channels that we're on, such as Twitter. On Twitter, we're at, at Four Color Pod on Twitter for the show. We also are each available individually, so if you want to talk smack about everybody else with some of the other folks, you can do that. Uh, Alan, how can people talk smack about me to you? <laughs> uh, I would love that. And uh, you can reach me at, at Marginally would. Talented, M-R-G-N-L-Y Talented. For Chewy, you can... Uh you can reach out to me via the Twitter at Chupacabra, C H E W P A C A B R A. You can also reach out to me, Ian, at, at iRich. That's at I R I T C H. I'm on Twitter as well, Ryan Roop, R Y A N R U P P 
E. You can also follow us on Instagram at, at Four Color Pod, where we, whenever we go to conventions or fun things, we uh, post some photos on there usually. Uh, you can also reach out to us via Facebook. We do a Facebook page, uh, as well as you can reach out to us via good old fashioned American email at fourcolorpodcast at gmail.com. And finally, you can check out not only our show, but all the other shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. There's an easy iTunes link for all the different shows, as well as a contact form you can fill out to write to us, uh, and you can select which show you ta- want to talk about. So if you don't want to, you know, have to bother with formatting an email, you can do that this way and it's a lot faster and pretty quick. So that is the business. Uh, So if this is your first issue, we like to play it Marvel comic style where we go around the circle and kind of introduce you to who we are and also the format of the show because, you know, this is your first time. We want you to feel comfortable. We want you to feel safe and warm and welcome. So we'll go around and introduce ourselves. Alan, tell the nice boys and girls at home who you are and what, what, what makes you think you have the right. First of all, middle class white male. So it's true. Ages a- ages ages eighteen to forty. <laughs> Your opinion uh, matters. My name is <laughs> Yeah. Uh my name is Alan and uh I like lots of things, but mostly my niche happens to be in web comics and manga. Um so I will rotate those in every once in a while. Um I like drawing things also, so if you follow me uh on Instagram at marginally talented, you can see some of the terrible things that I draw, but I really do like art for that reason. So that's kind of my focus. Where can they follow you to see the good things you draw? Uh, there's no such thing as good things that <laughs> I draw. Follow future Alan? Yeah. That's, <laughs> uh, Alan. Fu- Nobody take that. Add <laughs> <laughs> future Alan. We'll just post artwork of like, we'll just get somebody else to we'll commission artwork from somebody else. Like just, just redraw all the things. Style. All the same things. Yeah. yeah. It's in a similar style, but just, but, but just, just better. better. A little better. Yeah. Harsh. <laughs> Anyway, I'd actually I'd pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily Instagram is free. <laughs> so, Chewy, what about you? So my name is Chewy. I uh, tend to like the comics that maybe are a little bit grittier. You know, you can kind of feel it between your toes. That's how gritty it is. Uh, not every book that I like to bring is drenched in blood and 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 guts. But I do tend to prefer it when books do have stuff like like eyeball kicking and and tooth smashing and and nose ripping good times. Uh, basically, if you read it in in any way, including psychologically, you're like, whoa, that's metal. That's my type of book. Ooh, psychological metal. Psychological metal. By the way, not very prudent to print books on sand. Yeah, so no, it's don't very, step on your it's a fragile media. <laughs> it's a fragile medium. Well, it's you very heat difficult them up, to read. You know, you heat them up and it's glass. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But, but, still then, I, but then I can see yeah. my hand Almost through the stick. art. It's really hard to read. Well, unless they accounted for that, and your hand is part of the art. Oh, like one of those turkeys with the finger feathers. <laughs> 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 they just drew one of those kids' beak. books where like your fingers the worm. Yeah. Your <laughs> hey everybody, uh, my name is Ian. Uh, I am uh, usually drawn to more superhero themed books as per my childhood and adulthood because I can't get over things. But I tend to like any book that has a really strong story. Uh, so whether that be, you know, maybe the artwork in the in the, in the books maybe not as good, but if the story is strong, I'll still stick with it. And uh, yeah, I try to find something I like in all the books that I read. Try. I'm Ryan. Uh, I like comics as art and comics as literature. Yeah. Uh, I tend to yeah. sort of gravitate towards more, I guess, alternative comics or uh, science fiction comics, kind of Euro comics, underground, artsy, fartsy stuff. And I also like kid-friendly things occasionally. Sweet. Well, that is the four of us. <laughs> you didn't see the look that he flashed me when he's like, I like kid-friendly things. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy. So there are, yeah. so there are uh, four of us and also four sections of our show. 
which I will go over now. Part number one of our show is called Here's My Issue, where each of us bring an individual comics issue. We all uh, say, hey, read this, or you're off the show, and we all like being here, so we decide to read them all every week, every other week, I, mean, I should say. We have plenty of time to read them. Uh, and then we go around the circle and uh, talk about them with each other and say what we liked, maybe some stuff that wasn't for us. Uh, part number two of the show is called uh, is called a First Prince, where we bring a classic comic book issue, a comic book run, a, a graphic novel, something that we feel is important, especially if you're brand new to comics, to kind of take a look at. And sometimes they're older books, sometimes are newer stuff so there's all sorts of different stuff we have in first prints but it's a good kind of starting base point for any sort of uh any sort of brand new comics newbies or if you want to catch up on some uh new or old classics we think mm-hmm. uh part number three of the show is called the uh, four color character compendium in which we talk about comic book superheroes and villains and just different characters we talk about sometimes a team like the x-men or the fantastic four or maybe an organization like shield uh or argus if you're a dc fan uh and sometimes we'll talk about comic books creators like and artists and writers and people who are important to the comic books industry uh and especially if you're brand new it's kind of like a comic book history lesson that's what the four color character compendium is and like any good comic book the fourth part of our show the final part is back matter where we read uh any sort of letters you guys send us in the four color mailbag as well as we talk about comic book news movie news tv shows anything that's comic books related sometimes we go off that a little bit and kind of jump into other areas of nerd culture but it's the end-all, be-all of the show where we end and wrap things up. So that is the four of us. That is the four parts of our show. And now we begin. Now, I believe I was the one who drew the short straw this week. That's on, correct. Uh, here's my yeah. issue. You drew a straw that happened to be I short, did. maybe. I did. So um, I brought a comic Yay. Um, that is uh, from the, a, seri- a little series called Army of Darkness. Now, I originally said this was issue number one. It's actually not. It's called Army of Darkness Nuts. The issue number eight begins a run called Ash versus the Monsters. Uh, it is written by, uh, I'm going to say James Corrick, I'm going to guess. And pencils are by Kevin Sharp. Colors are by Blonde. And then Bill Tortellini is the uh is letterman in this book mm, uh so this book i guess there was a pre- i'm not really familiar with the army of darkness books i like the movies a lot um the the evil dead movies and army of darkness so I, but i haven't really read the comics but this was chosen kind of at random from a list of them i let chewy choose because it's pretty metal uh so uh i uh Pick this book because of I like Army of Darkness. Um, and so this book kind of starts off uh, finishing up. It looks like the last arc or last run. And it looks like uh, Ash is fighting some deadites. He's like, okay, I'm all done with that. Can't get any worse. And then lo and behold, turns out Dracula comes back and he's getting all the classic <laughs> monsters on his side. And they're going to start the universal coming, monsters, coming for the world, turning them into vampires. And non-licensed uh, versions of yes, the Yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, Ash is going to have to go up against him, it looks like. So we kind of get a little bit of a... Uh, uh, of a uh, beginning of that story. So, what did you guys think of the book? I totally forgot that there was going to be other monsters besides vampires in this. <laughs> so, when I was like, okay, sweet, he's going to fight Dracula. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. And I was like, wait a minute. He's talking to werewolf. Oh, there's a mommy. I like that. I like that he got all the monsters on his side. I thought it was just going to yeah. be like, oh, he has to go through each one. I like that it's like, no, I'm yeah. recruiting them all. Like, yeah, I like, well, he didn't really Dr. recruit Lumpier. them. <laughs> he didn't he didn't really recruit them so much as he like enslaved them yeah, for the most like, part. Hey, hey Except, except for the Frankenstein monster, he's like, "Hey, man, nobody understands you. I'll be your friend. Come on, yeah. come on." Well, everybody else, he's like, "You're friend. part of my. I, I'm the leader of your pack. I own all your mummy servants." And uh, <laughs> what was the other one? <laughs> I forget. I, I really liked that the uh, that the Frankenstein he got is basically um, I can't even think of his name, but young Frankenstein, the actor. 
Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're he looks. About. He looks exactly like the actor who plays Young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Um, back up. Uh, Gene Wilder? No, no, no. no. Gene Wilder's in. He that is movie. the dude who's on. Uh, he was on. Wasn't he on Everybody Loves I'm just Raymond? Look it up. I yeah, think. he's the dad. Yes, Peter. Oh, Peter yeah. Broyles. Peter, yeah, yeah. That's right. Peter this Boyle. looks slightly yeah, like Peter him. Boyle. Speaking of Peter looking Boyle. like things, um, I love how <laughs> in in between shots, like Ash just kind of looks like Ash, but otherwise in the close ups, like the really expressive shots, he totally they nailed Bruce Campbell. Like they somebody, did. Yeah, they somebody the learned how to draw Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. His picture looks like he's saying groovy. <laughs> Dude, it's great because like he, I'm reading it, and I mean, yeah, you know, you have the character, so you're informed from that. But I think when you look at a character and they're drawn well, especially someone that's already been like represented so well, you know, in, mm-hmm. in media, you can just like it, it matches up. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a compliment to the art there in, in that sense because sometimes. You, like we all have the Kevin Conroy voice for Batman oh, yeah. in, mo- in most cases, right? But when you see a Batman that like isn't drawn particularly well, it doesn't sound like Kevin Conroy in my head. Yeah. It sounds like a different version or something like that, some weird knockoff version. Well, and it's tough doing like a licensed comment like this where it's like such an identifiable like actual actor that the character is based on. Like it, it's tough to not make it just like an outright caricature every time or make it like an exact copy of an actual photograph. And they, they do yeah. a pretty good job of kind of balancing that. But I mean, Bruce Campbell is pretty cartoony as an actual human being. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so I feel like true. you can push the Bruce Campbell to caricature <laughs> really easy and it still looks realistic. It's just all about that chin and those eyes, man. Like yeah. he, His eyebrows go crazy directions a lot of times. <laughs> like look at this like this i like the part where he becomes a a, a vampire a uh, a french fry vampire oh, yeah i love that one that's my favorite panel in the whole book yeah. the uh, french fry vampire french, is pretty good french too. fry vampire is my favorite panel uh, you don't you don't like yeah. you don't like that one you don't like this one where he just <laughs> yeah, like, I, oh. <laughs> I, I also kind of like the panel at the bottom of the next page which subtly references another uh bruce campbell iconic bruce campbell role i don't know if you guys know that what you guys never seen boba hotep no. Speak, oh, yeah, you want to watch Bruce Campbell yeah. think he's Elvis? And and there's a guy, black oh, yeah. guy, who thinks he's JFK, and he, they fight a, a, a mummy off. That's a pretty good movie. It's pretty wacky. It's fun. Um, so <laughs> why, why is he not like a billion dollars? Like Bruce Campbell just needs more money. Because he's Campbell because he's beloved beloved by the people who who love him. That's unfair. Give That's that guy very, more money. He's yeah. but he I love Bruce Campbell. I, well, I think he's making some. He made some money off that uh, that Ash vs Evil Dead series. I'm guessing. Well, yeah, which I li- I'm a little few episodes behind on, but hey, I like. So Burn far. Notice went on for eight seasons. That's so not he, bad. He's, he's not he's not poor. He's not poor by any means. Um, he's, he's working. So let's talk about something else because I hadn't read these books before. Let's talk uh. about the let's dress the white elephant in the room though. Because yes, you're right. Bruce Campbell stuff looks really great. <laughs> <laughs> But there's some other some other things that in the book that I I, I, I think maybe need some improvement, namely the art. I'm not a big yeah. Fan I feel of like the art the art suffers from too much detail. Yeah, when it isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. One of the things I feel like we talk about Alan, especially you and me, talk about a lot is when an artist doesn't put a lot of detail and it and so it and so their drawings look really simple, but at the same time they're incredibly evocative and they're perfectly stylized. Dynamic. Yeah. This this doesn't do that. No. This started. <laughs> this artist doesn't know like when to just sort of you know let let hints of lines be there. He's like, well, I'm. Or just maybe it's put not the artist. Maybe ev- it's every line. Or it could maybe be the, colorist, the colorist. artist. I would argue probably or the it's more the inker too. Yeah. I would argue it's probably more the colorist because if I saw this in black and white. And just black and white, uh, black inks. I don't think it's that. I don't think. It would oh be no, as, I think it's inked super heavily. Yeah, I think there's a lot of black ink in yeah. this. It's I think pencils on this. Probably I mean, look it kind of makes sense. It's all black gutters. It's you know fighting monsters. The whole book takes place at night, so yeah. a lot of black 
makes sense for the yeah. book. Yeah. But I, I think I I, th- I just feel like the art is too busy. Yeah. I mean, I get what you guys are saying, but at the same time, like it's a licensed property. You know, a lot of times you don't get like the ATM on those kinds of books. But I think that this, like, first of all, the the art is not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, there, it's very busy. There's no like, oh my gosh, this is so anatomically incorrect. I can't. No, even no, 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 no. I no, think no, for no. being busy, it's just not a style that I prefer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a stylistic choice. The art itself is actually really good. I feel it's like, especially c- with all the like super ripped like werewolf that yeah. I'm looking at here and the and well, the vampires and everything, they did a good job on making that look dynamic and good. And for lack of a better word, the only way I can describe when I look at it is I go, oh, that's comic book. That's a comic yeah. book art style. It's not like it's a art style that works anywhere else. It's just mm. it's comic book. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that, and I think if the idea in, in some of these licensed properties is to get someone that's familiar with the character or the franchise, but mm-hmm. not necessarily the medium, right? Yeah. You know, you want to make it feel different than what the actual you know show looks like or the movie looks like or whatever it is. But this- you also don't want to like stretch yourself and make it too arty because people will be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't get it. It's too hard to follow." Yeah. yeah. Whereas this is pretty straightforward. Exactly. There's, there's not a lot of. No, I'm not saying there's not like I artistic it, I, skill involved. I'm just saying like it's very straightforward. I think if you were to take someone off the street who's never really read a comic book and put something like this in front of them, um, and then something let's say like uh, what's something that we looked at that was kind of a different style. Let's say you did like, like uh, I killed giants. Like I killed giants, or even like if you looked at. Um, uh, uh, Hawkeye, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. um, uh, yeah. you know, Aja. they might someone who's not into comics as a medium, you know, and just kind of have a vague idea of that might look at him. And if you just took a couple panels from each one and said, which one of these is in a comic book? Yeah. You know, they'd probably pick something that's stylized like this. And the other thing might be classified as, oh, that looks like a comic strip or something like that. Or it yeah. looks like a drawing. Somebody like did. A drawing. Yeah, like yeah. art. You know what this looks like? Uh, it looks like a lot of late '90s like horror comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's sure. exactly what they were going for. Um, sure. Like so, you can tell, especially on some of the inking, like the way they do some of those hash lines in the inking, like mm-hmm. to create uh, like a little bit of t- like a little bit of shadow. Uh-huh. That's just that's so indicative of like the not the overly drawn, but the like evolution from the superhero comics that were mainstream at the time and like the 90s influence that made mm. everything a little bit grittier a little bit darker like yeah. there was a lot of ink mm. in a lot of things where it started becoming less quote unquote quote unquote comic booky and more like realistic mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. i think that uh you're right ryan this is not our style at all yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh i think that overall it wasn't it's not bad it's really good actually i i think they did something pretty uh unique with this and that's this cheeseburger and fries here yeah (laughs) it doesn't look cartoony it looks exactly like the type of cheeseburger and fries you would expect from a diner that they're at yeah or usually when there's some place you go they get you get the exaggerated cheeseburger you know or you know the really cartoony one i know this sounds really silly but this is this is like a like no, that's like an accurate depiction of the, you know, the de- it, little details like yeah. that. This mm-hmm. isn't this isn't the photograph on the menu of the cheese. This is what it is. actually this looks is, like when you unwrap yeah, it. This is an omega. This burger. is what Michael Douglas got yeah. in falling down. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like, I, why doesn't it wow, look like the picture? I, I'm you know I love that movie. Do you guys both know what he's talking about? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Wow, you guys have both seen Falling Down. I, I mean, seen some of yeah, it. Yeah. Oh man, you guys. Joel Schumacher's best movie. It's true. I agree with that. Wow, I'm surprised. Do you guys know I have a falling down t 
t-shirt that I got from Das Pula? Yeah, I do. Okay, good. It's awesome. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think the little details like that are really good. And that's like, that's the stuff that, was it, Kapula was talking about. Like, you know, I don't like care about drawing Batman. I draw Batman all the time. But man, if you let me draw a streetlight, it's going to be the best streetlight you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty um, good. I mean, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, dude, I, the one thing in terms of the story, though, is I... I I get the idea, you know, you're really hyping up, you know, getting the band back together essentially yeah. is what what Dracula is doing. Yeah. I, I wish we would have gotten like two less pages of that and gotten just a little hint of blood in this one in terms yeah. of Yeah, like a little bit ash. more of that, that battle that happens e- sort e- of either begins yeah. to happen at the end. Either yeah. at the very beginning, like see the, a couple yeah. of panels that led to him being in that auto shop. Just to kind of like like here's a little intro and then that one's like the like you know Ash, uh, or towards the end you know yeah. just a little yeah. Th- per- personally, I would re- I wish that we got a little more Bruce Campbell in this. Um, I-, I get that they have to set things up, and I guess that there's already been seven issues, so people are probably like, oh, it's fine, I got my Ash fix. But like yeah. for somebody who's just uh, jumping true. in on it, that's true. I didn't they're just kind of like, like I just kind of like, oh, there's there's I'm gonna, Ash. I'm gonna read Ash versus Monsters. Let's do it. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I keep forgetting this isn't technically a number one. So, no, it's not. Okay. It's a, but, 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 but that being said, like, you know, it, it, I mean, it does a decent job of if you know who, what the army of darkness is, you know, who Ash is, you're, you're, you're in for a good, you're in for a good time. Um, so if you guys want to check this out, you can, it's available via comiXology. Um, it's available, uh, I think in trade form, I don't know if it's available individual issues, but there's a trade of this entire run as well as all the other ones available in comiXology. Uh, as far as, uh, as far as paper wise, it's, put out by dynamite so usually they're pretty easy to find uh, I, I haven't gone looking for this book myself in paper but you can go look for it. i'm sure the trades are also pretty readily available too that when stuff comes from dynamite usually they, they have a lot of it so uh you guys can go ahead and check that out uh and i, I also got a shout more. out that jay lee variant cover oh yeah of, yeah of this. it's, it's oh, yeah. pretty awesome i mean most of jay lee arts uh, Art, Jay Lee's art, art. is, yeah. but you mm-hmm. know, it's just that that silhouette from behind of Ash. You know, that's mm-hmm. pretty rad. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that is going to do it for my book this week. Uh, Ryan, I believe you next. Yes. Ryan, uh, I brought a book, book called The Eltingville Club, number two. Uh, it's written and drawn by Evan Dorkin, uh, who is a guy who has been involved in sort of like the underground comic scene for a long time since the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, interestingly enough, I didn't bring a number one, I brought the last issue. So these characters, the Eltingville Club, which is a, a club of geeks who hate each other, uh, have been around in comic form since 1996. Wow. Uh, and and their, their 20th anniversary is coming up next year, and they're, gonna, they're planning to, sounds like, collect all of the various issues because it hasn't really ever come out as the Eltingville Club, a comic book, but in different anthologies. Evan Dorkin had a, um, had a book called Dork that came out for a while in the 90s and, and they would show up in you know random issues of that and stuff like that there's actually even an Adult Swim animated pilot called the Ooh, about the Elton really? really and you wow. can watch the entire 30 minute epi- issue episode uh, online but um but so this is the last one so the story of of the Eltingville Club is that they're these teenagers who all hate who Love geeky stuff, science fiction, comic books, RPGs, horror movies, uh, and horror so. movies, and, and then they all kind of, they kind of like each other, but they all really basically hate each other's guts all the time. But they still hang out constantly, and they cause chaos whenever they get angry at each other. Mm-hmm. So this is basically the the you know ten years later version of them. Yeah. Uh, so they're all about our ages now, wow. uh, and they ha- meet up at a comic convention at the comic convention at SDCC. Yeah. Uh, so this this is called Lo, There Shall Be an Epilogue. And the whole thing's in black and white, and it's all like it's all a labor of love that Evan Dorkin does. And if you look at it, 
He draws everything, and it's insane. It's insanity. But if you've ever watched, <laughs> if you've ever watched Yo Gabba Gabba, you'll be really familiar with his art style because he does the Super Martian Robot Girl shorts. Interesting. Um, so, what did you guys think of? <laughs> so, what I what I thought was cool about this book up front is that the the thing that you said it's like oh these people catching up right it it totally feels like this could be the beginning of not only a story arc but a series mm-hmm. like oh just these people and they have a past and you know they're catching up and oh no stuff's going crazy again you know and i'm mm-hmm. sure we'll learn more about it so it's really interesting to me to hear that this was the last issue because yeah. i was like well, it's set up to keep going mm-hmm. um so i thought that was pretty interesting I like how this captures Comic-Con. <laughs> and I think two things. A, I really like all the, in the beginning, all the crowd shots. I, I like that it encapsulates, like they, like I, I something's gotta be said for the sheer level of detail yeah. um, when it's, we're talking about the art. Like, and I'm usually the story guy and we'll get to the, the dialogue. There's a lot of dialogue. <laughs> but, yeah, but it has that kind of like zine sort of like anthology. It's funny you said their yeah. anthology. I didn't know that because that's exactly where I would, would, would peg this type of comic. Um, mm. But the, just the de- the sheer amount of detail on the crowds in this is incredible. I, I think something they did very well in terms of the detail in the crowds that you're mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. is less to do with all the costumes that you see, which is very impressive to begin mm-hmm. with, saying like, oh, they got all these different things and the little you know bubbles of what uh, the little snippets of conversations that you hear walking around. Uh-huh. But the thing that captures <laughs> Comic-Con the best in these shots for me is the sheer panic in everybody's yeah. eyes, <laughs> yep. where it's like, oh, gotta get there. Oh no! It's like it's like Kramer from Seinfeld. Like, oh, he's they got his eyes, you know. Yeah, I also like the idea that they all like, you know, this is the, this downing that's the last issue. It kind of puts a different perspective on it for me. It's like, oh, they're all. It's almost like, oh, we all accidentally met up in the same coffee shop, or we all met at like our ten year reunion. It's like, yeah. of course, all the nerds meet at Comic Con in San Diego. <laughs> like that's where they that's where they go to meet. Um, whether they mean to on purpose or not, but, um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I have to say, I didn't think it would be that easy to steal a book at a con. I would never do such a thing, no. <laughs> but I didn't think I, I, I've never, maybe I'm not that evil to think that I could just be like, floop. um, I would never do such a thing, but, uh, <laughs> I love how booth I, I, owners. Yeah. Lock yeah. up your booth. No, I. Oh Ian's God. on the town. I am like. I, first of all, I don't carry the the Comic Con bag. I have a backpack, and I always wear it whenever I go in there, so they can see I'm wearing it. I'm. Um, no, they go ahead. They, sometimes they go, "Hey, can I take that?" I'm like, "Oh, go ahead. I want to give you money and for the, a pay." And I want to. I want your trade. bag and take stuff out. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet killing joke. <laughs> oh, this Michelle, huh? <laughs> um. So yeah, I I I really dug I really dug that about the book. Alan, you remember Alan, yeah, Alan. Setting, I'm, setting I'm curious. Alan. I mean, I have other opinions about it. I the do book, too. I, the, think, I think there's a round that we're going to go through and then like a second round. And a th- Alan, what did you like about the book? Let's start there. Uh, did you not like how it depicted our people? <laughs> do you not want to admit you're these guys? Is no, that what it is? <laughs> I, think that's, I think it's the opposite. Okay, so first, uh, let me walk you through my experience. It's too accurate. Uh, let me walk you through my experience. All right. Uh, first thing, I'm looking at the cover. I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. Um, they look angry and they're nerdy. That's fine. I got that. Uh, next thing, okay, there's a dice, and then, oh god, my eyes, they're bleeding. <laughs> they are bleeding my eyes. That is what this first page like. I had to stop and look away, like, and blink because the amount of detail is astonishing. But at the same time, it's black and white, and there's just words everywhere and 
faces everywhere. <laughs> this was like that's Comic Con, dude. This is like <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a highlights magazine mixed with Where's Waldo, <laughs> oh, man. just with Deadpool instead. And it's like it's it's a, okay. All right, fine, done. Moving on. Here's the story. And then you start talking to this guy. He looks unassuming and nice. And then he steals the comic. And I'm like, all right, so I hate this guy. That's cool. And then his friend walks up. I'm like, are they going to fight? Oh, no, they're actually friends. Sort of. Great. And then from there, it just turns into, like, so much reading and so much backstory and, like, so much stuff I don't care about. Just all the things. Like, as soon as... okay. Everybody's backstory is fantastic and hilarious, uh-huh. but it could have been shortened down by like three quarters of what was actually in there. It All was right. just so much. And now that it's you mentioned, it's a lot of reading. Yeah. Well, now that you mentioned it's the last issue, that makes so much more sense because you want to know what all those characters were up right. to in yeah. between that time. Mm-hmm. Because though, Alan, if anything, nerds are very succinct in their opinions. They don't take, let's say, two hours to talk about yeah. funny books. And let's, <laughs> never, and never. then let's go ahead and address that, which I, which I have fallen into. Uh, I, we all know these people exist. We are probably these people. The fact well, that we have to go through and we're comb. Some, we're some variations. I'm going <laughs> to argue that we are not these guys yet. We don't uh, hate it's each just, other. We're not, we're not these guys yet. The amount of like idiosyncrasies that I, that I have to get combed through in this book for it to end the way it did. And let me be frank. I did not read this whole book. I'm sorry, Ryan. Really? Ryan. I first Rian. 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 I'm sorry, it's Rian. Twenty eight pages. I know. Oh, and I that, got to twenty on. and I'm like, no, this is how many pages for me? Yeah, twenty eight pages. I got to fifteen, felt like I was reading for an hour and a half and said nope, and then just skimmed the rest of it. To be fair, it took me like two to three sittings to get through the whole this thing. This is a long book for me. I had to pret- I, I had to tell myself it, 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 but here's the thing. It's like it's it, once you explain, okay, it's the final issue. There's people who like there's people who really, really like it and they want to wrap it up. I totally get it, and like I, I totally understand. I, I just there's a lot. Of there's dialogue. so much going on, and I hate every single character. The I, no, I hate them. I hate them all. I do not Isn't like the any whole, character. I bet you. I bet well, you. If the, I bet you if the creator of this comic would be like, thank you, thank you for hating them all. Because I'm exactly sure well, that's I, what I, he was I going. I feel like they're all supposed to be like all of the worst geek stereotypes. Well, hold on. What about to the, a certain extent? the the dude that's like the magic player? He was nice. Yeah, except for like. <sighs> There was no, like, really anything attributed to him because the story wasn't about him. The story was about the other three yeah, guys. Yeah. And well, his, it like, gets, he gets assertive yeah. after you stopped reading. No, I under- no I've gone back and I've I've read it, like, after yeah, the first I, sitting. I, I would say even with that, he's not even really being that assertive. No, no, no. but here's hey, the thing. Come on. Let's all be friends now. So I read it and I, like, skipped <laughs> it and I went back and I skimmed through it. It's just, like... The art is incredible. Like I will definitely, I, I will bow down to you know the mastery of black and white lines in such a succinct manner. Um, but the reading is so it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. I forgot about them talking about the interior of the Ecto One. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This okay. Look at this. Thing. And I will say <laughs> this. I didn't even try to match the interior. I will say this right now. This should be on Adult Swim because it's the exact type of humor as Adult Swim. Yeah. And Adult Swim humor is not something I've ever actually jived with. I hated too many cooks. I, I absolutely <laughs> despise too many cooks. I would say that this, something like this, in in a, a version of this could work on Adult Swim. As it is, it's still a little too heavy-handed in some well, ways. They they did the pilot and it didn't get yeah. picked up. Yeah, Like I said, it's it's available. This was but, This was the first issue of this that I read. 
This is wow. hard, man. <laughs> wow. That's that's hard. <laughs> I would say, I mean, definitely I sucked into all the characters and how new, much they hate each other. For like a new comic book reader, this would be. I, I would say this is too much. This is like being like, oh, you want like, oh, you've only eaten fast food, like, and you're interested in like, you know, like like fine dining or or let's say like being quote a foodie or something like that, <laughs> and like jumping straight to like thai indian like fusion like stuff like that like for someone that's only ever had like hamburgers um you know it's just like it's a lot to it's very potent are you saying that i only eat junk food no alan we know that's the case yeah Yeah, that's very true yeah um i mean yeah these characters are not very likable (laughs) at all (laughs) except for the nice guy and even then i'm like ah he kind of bugs me because like dude just like just leave yeah right why are you with these idiots okay that being said, Ryan, going back and looking at it, looking at it, and and discussing it, and and thinking about it, it's a very good book for for basically all the reasons you guys have already said. Um, and the characters are intriguing in their own way, but like as far as personal, like how much it jives with me, almost zero, like right. almost completely zero. <laughs> I, I don't know because I've always sort of known this kind of person in fandom and in, in yeah it's called the internet in geek world in the internet and I've always hated this this kind of like these kind of people yeah these guys are super exclusionary and are like oh well, women don't really like comics and blah 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 like the, those kind of people drive me nuts yeah. and I really love seeing them just get their comeuppance and get you know get the crap kicked out of them see i don't think i don't think there's enough comeuppance i think true it's true get the crap kicked out of them they 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 killed (laughs) jimmy steranko (laughs) (laughs) they killed jimmy steranko and then they got away with it (laughs) um i think as a comic book reader for, for people that have been reading comics a little bit more often i feel like i cut you off ian say no you were you've been trying to get in no 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 I think for people that have been reading comics, especially if you're newer to comics, let's say you've only been reading for a few years, let's say like me, um, this is an important book to read. Okay. Especially if you haven't delved, I, I was, I've been kind of lucky in that I've kind of delved like really deep into uh, nerd culture and comic book culture because of my friends, because of the things that we do and the places that we go, like, you know, these cons and stuff like that. So I've kind of, you know, had that just dive in approach to it. Um, but for some people, that's not what they get. You know, they just buy the books and they read them and stuff like that. And then it takes years before they go to a con or even listen to a podcast or, or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So some things may come off as shocking. And that's if someone sets foot in, in a comic book store. We, again, we've been lucky that all the comic books, most of the comic book stores we've gone into in, in our local haunts, you know, that we go to tend to be pretty welcoming. You know, mm-hmm. uh, um, and that's not always the case. There's a reason why on The Simpsons you have comic book guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because the, unfortunately those places can exist and can be intimidating to people. So I think this is important because if you are one of these people, hopefully this serves as an eye opener <laughs> to be like, dude, like you're, you need to like chill out. Don't be these guys. Yeah. And if you're not necessarily these people and you haven't been exposed to a lot of it, you're not dealing with it face to face. These are fictional characters in a story. And you'd be like, really? People are like that. And it prevents you from becoming that person and allows you to be able to kind of steer future generation of nerds in the right direction by setting a good example. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if I want to go to Comic-Con anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to San Diego Comic-Con, but this makes me terrified of yeah. it. It's pretty similar to this. <laughs> it's similar. It's exaggerated, but oh, yeah. no one's sitting on top of a giant slime. Let me put it this so. way. I haven't, I haven't ran into these three guys in Comic-Con before. The crowds are pretty similar. The crowds, There's a little more space. <laughs> the crowds are similar. There's a little bit more space, but I have not had someone just randomly go off on oh this but i've seen people me. freak out when you say like special announcement stan lee's gonna be here now like uh, get out of way yeah i need to get there and that one guy's like hate stan lee <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love that joss whedon <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's I a like thing called it. planes <laughs> i love the joss isn't even here i yeah. know yeah. <laughs> I would know. I am this super fan. Yeah, there are people like that. That reminds me of the guy who met Brian Liam Malley in front of me. Do you, if you would remember, we met it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so Ryan, where can people check us out? Uh, this actually came out just in August, so you may oh. be able to still get it on comic book shelves. Uh, Dark Horse now has, it's on Dark Horse. Uh, they now have a deal with Comicsology, so you can get it digitally from Comicsology ah, as well. I, I feel like if I have to rage against something, you should probably read it. Yeah, I feel like that's an endorsement. I feel like it's a, a, an true. endorsement in its own right. That's probably true. Um, okay, so that is going to do it for Ryan's book, uh, Alan. I believe actually you're next, right? Well, now you guys are going to tear that apart. Okay, so <laughs> no, Alan, <laughs> you were so kind before. Uh, I know. I brought a web comic this time because web comic time. Yeah. Um, and it's a webcomic I started reading recently. It's an ongoing webcomic for a while. So obviously we're we're looking at like six to eight years ago as yeah, far as webcomic time goes. Uh, so be kind. But that being said, I think that the uh, characters are really fun. Um, it's called Octopus Pie by Meredith Gran. And um, it's uh, about a girl who kind of works and lives in the city and her life kind of starts falling apart. Um, and she gets a new roommate, forcibly, who is a weird pothead, and uh, hilarious hijinks ensue. So, what did you guys think? Okay, I've, cool. I've always <laughs> been a big fan of this book. I, I remember or this book, this comic, when it came out, uh, I was reading it. And actually, it's funny. I stopped reading it a long time ago just because I, I just lost track of a lot of webcomics. And I was like, oh, we're going to read Octopus, Octopus Pie. And I was like, oh, I've actually read all of this that we read here yeah um but but i i just love the story i love the characters seem like really fully formed and and to be honest when i first started reading this um it was a long time ago in terms of my comic knowledge and i didn't like it was really one of the first series where the main characters were girls Mm -hmm. but they weren't girls because they're cute do you know what i mean like i wasn't i wasn't reading a web comic i was like oh all these girls are cute looking so i'm gonna read this comic because it's you know pictures of pretty girls it's more like these these girls are human beings and and right. i've sort of progressed a long time a, a lot in my main characters feminism the main character then. is my girlfriend I, when i was <laughs> like, oh no i was like i'm I was like, like oh i'm dating this girl yeah, these are these Wait, girls are true these girls yes. are these girls <laughs> are like real the, human the, beings like the, like the don't yeah. nobody talk to me i don't want to like and then like the my cat's my only friend i'm like oh that's my girlfriend that's her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are that's it's yeah it's girls who are real human beings and yes. I really or women who are real human beings and it's it's so interesting to me because I don't have that much insight into that world with the exception of my wife uh, and my daughter who's only seven so she doesn't have any pothead roommates <laughs> not yet um, no She'll I thought there. I thought I thought the uh, I thought it was rushed the writing was very very funny it's it, it's exactly what Ryan was saying it, it's very. It, it's real. Like I, I, like I said, I, I'm dating this person. So like I, I'm aware of this type of dialogue and I'm aware of this person as the type of person that she is. And so I, I like instantly was like, okay, I like her. Like I, I, I get it. And then, um, 
just over the, and then she kind of meets the dude at the end and then uh, i i just i really i really dug what i read so far and i like that the, the way i don't know i just like the way the way it's structured i like the way what happens at the end after they go at, like hey you want to get out of here yeah, yeah totally okay let's go do some you know what nah no i'm sorry like yeah. i'm like oh man i know that i know, it's I know very, that like, game <laughs> yeah it's a very like easygoing read but too. it's real it's not like and then they and then they're in love she's like yeah okay yeah no okay bye but and it then, has a lot of weird goofiness to it too oh no yeah, yeah no like no, no the exactly. electrified bike which i thought was uh-huh. funny oh yeah, yeah. It, was, it was cool because you have a representation of someone that actually exists of people that actually exist mm-hmm. um but it's not like just slice of life and it's not so over the top absurd to where you're like oh this could never happen like these feel like people yeah that you could literally meet in pretty much any city and it's mm-hmm. not too far off like i'm sure if you ran into someone they'd be like yeah i'm trying to build an unstealable bike like that's <laughs> something that would occur in, yeah. our, in our, our world all right weirdo yeah, yeah but, calm down or the, the <laughs> yeah. roommate girl like where she's like you know oh i don't bake drugs in them I bake these when I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, too, like uh, what, what I really liked is that none of the characters, I even even the annoying, even the boyfriend who breaks up at the beginning, and even the annoying yeah. pothead roommate, nobody is unlikable. Like right. even yeah. though they're so like you the may opposite not, of, of Elting. <laughs> but but here's the thing, it's like but, yeah. but, the, but those guys you want you want them to purposely be unlikable. These these guys, it feels like yeah, it is the opposite. They, they're like they have tendencies that might just uh, like annoy the heck out of you. But you know, none of them have bad intentions. Nobody's yeah. purposely trying to be mean yeah. to each other. You know what this is? This is like a reverse Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Where as Scott Pilgrim goes along, you're like, oh, he's not such a like he's he's actually a good, you know he's a he's a good guy and he's thinking of others. Or that's kind of like this where it starts off with like you know oh man that was like a dumb silly move they weren't thinking about someone or whatever and it's like well but they had a good intention except right. except maybe her mom who just yeah. delights in the fact that this guy's going yeah. off about like you know it's like it, it's his bigger he's just like this is what happens when you date idiots yeah <laughs> no please <laughs> tell me more yeah Do you see I, what happens when that. you date idiots this is what happens <laughs> either that or like see you need to do something <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah I, I i just i really dug the characters and to be honest going the next part i really i like the art style it's very simple mm-hmm. um it's very uh for lack of a better word round i like all that just the, <laughs> the round and that sounds silly and, and kind of juvenile to say but i like the roundness i like the the nickelodeon style cartoon yeah, like element of it mm-hmm. it looks like a Nick, like a cartoon you'd see on Nickelodeon. Me, yeah. I was uh, I was just I was looking at but that, and that's that. a compliment, not a negative. That right. means, yeah. That's that that's that good character design because to have a show where you're constantly having to see the same things over and over again, it have to be pleasing to look at, and this is incredibly pleasing and easy to look at. I was just looking at the newer uh, newer entries like a second ago, and uh, it looks a lot like this still, but mm-hmm. like refined, which yeah. I really really like. Mm-hmm. Also, color. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a, and I'm a big fan of the the zipatone, the the different kind of gray tones uh, that yeah, they use. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm always a fan of that. You know me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, this is this is actually a webcomic I just will probably be recommending to said person. Who I'm like, hey, you want to read a book about you? This is you. Read yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a really good webcomic to recommend. Yes. Like, this is a good, like, hey, you got like five minutes to kill. You got like 15 minutes to kill. Why don't you read this real quick? And, and, to, be, and to be honest, like, <laughs> I, it, like and, and to be honest, too, it's like, it's also a good comic book to recommend to 
That's a good comic book to recommend to like because I, when I'm talking to a lot of a lot of the, the the female crowd who don't read comics, I always go, "Do you like strong female characters?" And usually to them that equates to, "Oh, somebody has to be punching somebody." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, in this book, it's like, no, this girl's like knows who she is. She's confident who she is, but she's not going around, you know, fighting bad guys and punching them in the face. Like she's she just, just hates a, people. She's a normal. <laughs> she's a person. She's a person with depth. She's a person with character. And yes, there are people who are just like, I don't like being around people." called introverts and that's what she is oh she's a yeah she's yeah, the she's introvert introver- mascot yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well it's just uh, people you know we've had this conversation before a lot of times people just equate the word strength with physical strength and, yeah you know correct stuff like that um one of my favorite panels is this one right here i i won't necessarily read it but you guys know the panel (laughs) she's suggesting that her friend partakes in something that she has but just the look on her face partakes in illicit illegal substances the look on her face where it looks like she'd be like this is my most prized possession or something like 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 careful don't drop it yeah like this is i i have like it's just i'm I'm letting you borrow that panel that panel really played out like you were saying like it could have been like a cartoon on like Nickelodeon where they're they telling have that. Well, no, no, no. But just like the, the, the tone and the Maybe feel and work. the expression on like her face is very much it of feels someone like, yeah. sharing a child, like a cherished memory or something, yeah. which is, I thought was a very interesting. That just made me laugh simply because it's so juxtaposed as yeah. to what is being presented. Did you guys ever watch mission Hill? Yeah, no. this is like Mission Hill. It reminds me a bit of Mission Hill. Yeah, it's that. like Mission Hill was a cartoon. I think that was an Adult Swim cartoon, actually. Uh, hmm. I think it predates Adult Swim, but it was that kind of idea. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Um, it's like a uh, slice of life, like twenty something guy, like uh, and he has to hang out with his like dorky brother, but he's got all these weird friends. But it was roughly the same thing, like uh, very slice of life, very. Uh, but the characters were all fun and and interacted mm-hmm. well. I love the part mm-hmm. where she's kind of drunk and she's pitching ridiculous food ideas to the yes. other guy because because that's, that's something that you guys do we, yes. we literally did this like <laughs> but we don't have to we don't now. have to be kind of drunk we just do it because <laughs> we're fat um but yeah no alan i really i actually really like the book i really like the con the web comic rather um it's yeah, a web I comic i also like out. this face because i can hear the cartoon <laughs> sound up wow the <laughs> eyes too yeah the, wow. i mean the eyes are very like yeah. for, for being symbols they are they're very expressive which i, I really really like um, I, i'm glad that you guys liked it because uh it's definitely a lot lighter than some of the other stuff it's kind of breezy it's something you can read up uh day by day and kind of get the, the story mm-hmm. a little bit at a time mm-hmm. um like i said it has been going on for a really long time yeah so you have plenty of binging to do which okay. i highly recommend you do on web mm-hmm. because it's super fun um where can they check it out what's this what's the yeah. site octopuspie.com wow. spelled the right way with words yes with words as much as pie as in the thing that you eat yeah i still don't know why they call it that well i guess i don't know it was a, it was a url that wasn't taken right that's fair. <laughs> they probably put um, a random name generator like right. childish gambino that's uh, it, it does get a little a little adulty it, so. it is adulty. There's, there's, yeah. there's, there's definitely. It's not for children, even though it looks like a, yeah. a Nickelodeon cartoon. If you, it's, it's definitely like I don't know, depending on if you're a parent. But you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let my ten year old read this. Probably not. I, might, I might let my fifteen or sixteen year old read it. <laughs> sixteen I, or like, would be I the assume they know about all the topics that are being presented here <laughs> by that point, whether I introduce them to it or not. Um, but I don't have children, so. There you go. Um, okay, so that is Alan's book. Alan, thank you for that. Great, yep. great choice. Uh, and Chewy, I believe you're finishing off. Uh, here's my issue this time. Chewy, tell us about your book. 
Yes, I uh, brought a book. It's called uh, The Spire, and it is number one. It's out on Image, and it is from the creative team, Simon Spurrier and Jeff Stokely, whom we have seen before on Six Gun Gorilla. Yeah. And then also uh, we have Colors by Andre May, Letters by Steve Wands. For those of you listening just now, Six Gun Gorilla is the most recommended book on this entire podcast. I think it's yeah. one that we all yeah. universally agreed that is is fantastic and amazing. Like it, it's it's pretty yeah. much our mascot at this and point. And holy <laughs> holy crap, is this very different? And I like that. Yeah. I like that it's really. Not, I thought it was pretty much the same. I dis. I, I don't feel well, that way. Let's talk about it. I well, feel. Should we break it down for us? Yeah. Um, weird fantasy world uh, where it appears that like classes are separated by um, your elevation on this particular landmass that appears to be like a spire. Mm -hmm. And um, there is a mystery afoot as someone from a, an upper tier uh, appears to have been murdered in a lower tier. And so we have this like, RoboCop style, non-Android, possibly Android type of person, um, that basically is like, I will hunt you down. But it's some just, it's just some person that's like, like she's like the best cop there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other mystery afoot. It's like a mix of like, it's like a mix of future and past. Yeah, but it's not steampunk. Mm-hmm. No, which no, is weird. It's more like high fantasy. So, so it's like it high actually, fantasy actually, Victorian, but it's also high fantasy medieval. Medieval. It's like medieval. a. It's like a. It reminds me a lot of the stuff that uh, Brandon Graham is doing with the Eight House shared universe, mm-hmm. or like a, a lot of the things that sort of Prophet turned into eventually, which is sort mm-hmm. of like, like it's like so far future that. Yeah. Maybe it's you know sort of cycled back to like the feudal era, you know, it's, and there's like they've there's, restructured. There's society. royalty, but yeah. there's you know, and there's castes, and but there's weird like you know genetic mutants and stuff. Yeah. So here's why I think it's different, Alan. the The story of Six Gun Gorilla is truly just the story of somebody learning to deal with a negative thing that happens going through. This feels like already. I'm like, I feel like there's going to be a commentary on 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 society and cl- class structure and. Um, societal acceptance, like it, it's all for to me. It's all right there at the beginning. I don't know if that's necessarily, but it feels like that's the that's where they're going with it. Um, the so I, internal versus external. Yeah, no. I feel like this is a, about the world around it, and 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 even taking a look even in our world because this the the our main character in the book is um, she's, she yeah she. How do you say that? Her name is spelled really weird. It has like the it's uh, the, the a with the circle. Is on that top. an R or an A sound? So I'll share look it up while we talk. Um, but she is. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just put that she's in a uh, a same sex relationship and does not seem to be very cool about it. Like she seems really kind of like. Uh, no, I don't like. I I don't want you to don't don't pretend like you're not here. Like, like to it's a like girlfriend. A thing. Yeah. So like because societal maybe societal norms state. Such I think she's such. just very like I, not I can, personal. I can give you more information about that particular relationship because I'm four issues deep into this book. Okay, I, uh, I, I don't because I, I want to. I won't. But how I'm, many yeah. issues is I, it? Is this a mini series? I'm this guessing is, it's still running. It's it's four or it's it's four. It's four. Yes. 
because I have the fourth issue and I don't feel Here's like how I know. After reading this, I immediately went to Comixology and bought the other three. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, so okay. you probably know more than I do. So it's four. I haven't so, read them yet. It's four well, so far. Four so far. So far. It's not done. It's no, not no, done. No, 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 no. Okay. Just okay. Play, no, I haven't read them yet. Just to play devil's advocate to what you're saying, Ian, about what type of story this might be. Yes, that's what it appears at first, but Six Gun Gorilla I know. in the first issue was but, completely different. Right. I, I, agree, I agree, but I, I don't get the same vibe from this, and that makes me happy no, because it makes me sh- it shows that there's more ab- more absolute, to it absolutely but i'm definitely looking around i'm, I'm aware of my personal space right now yeah just in case something sneaks up <laughs> no I, I agree i don't necessarily think oh that's what this is about and that's what it is but i i think we're, we're painting to say it's the same as six gun gorilla is different because we've painted in not only just physically a different world it just has a different vibe to it which is which is good it shows versatility it doesn't show that somebody's just doing the same format over and over you and know over what and was over kind of the again. same as six gun gorilla in here that i really enjoyed though the kill scenes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the first the, the, art, the art is as good as Sex Gangrel. Not, it's not just amazing. that, but the automatopoeia that you love yeah. so much oh. too. I love that. Oh, um, so I can't start talking about the art in this book without like I have to take breaks every five seconds because I'm going to hyperventilate over how much I love it. It's awesome. It's just, I, the, that too. I just I can't. It's he knows so how to draw. Good. Jeez. Um, like you, like, well, dude, okay, we've met you. You know how to draw. Here's something that Stokely has done that I think is pretty cool. It, it obviously has you know all the elements of his stuff, but when we look at this and we look at let, let's say like Six Gun or some of the other stuff mm-hmm. that he's done, like mm-hmm. I have his like sketchbook or whatever. It, it's there's something new and refreshing about it as mm-hmm. well, to where it's not an exact like oh okay well it's drawing the typical you know Jeff Stokely people and just it, it's like I don't know if if it's something that. He's he's like brought new into the fold, or it's kind of kept, uh, you know, or if it's just because it's a different type of story, so he's doing a different type of art. But I don't to even keep know because the like, level of consistency of 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 like the quality, mm-hmm. and to still have it be like man, like that's some Jeff Sokley art, but to not have it be an exact replica of his previous art, I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about before being able to adapt your style. With like what Riley Rosma was doing, um, I think that's true. But at the same time, like there's still hints of things that you would see in his other art. Like, oh, absolutely, a lot of the people kind of look the same. The the um, buildings all kind of have that Stokely esque look to them. So I agree that like it doesn't look the same as Six Gun, but it looks like it could be in the same universe, maybe like in certain parts, not all of them, obviously. Um, but it, he knows when to dial it back and when to crank it up as far as detail, as yeah, far as sure. dynamic posing, as far as like subtlety. And he just does it perfectly. He nails every single panel. Looks amazing for different reasons in every panel also. And uh, I also can't talk about uh, writing without getting all like giddy about it too. Because the writing is... Oh, it's always man. so well done. It's... it's conversational it has that thing that i love about matt, matt fraction where it feels like a real conversation mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. people are talking to people and not spouting dialogue like yeah. there's a difference and on top of that you have like the plot points there's like an adult scene like in the middle but it's like there for plot reasons and uh-huh. it's three pages and then you're done with it and it moves on um and it's just it's everything is perfect and fluid and that's why after reading this I, I literally went to comiXology i'm like i need the rest of these i don't even care just give them to me yeah and uh it's it's a perfect blend in my opinion yeah i really like um oh man i really like this book i haven't talked very much yeah. uh this was one Did of you those figure out the a thing because you're not allowed uh, to yeah, talk yeah, to the a thing it's uh it's a a long open a so like the a and all 
So Shaw? Shaw? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway. Weird. Um, but, oh man, I love this book. It's, I, I really like, one of the things that's, that's really interesting uh, is the lettering in this book. Mm-hmm. Because if because the dialogue, it's not just all letters the same size. Sometimes the letters, mm-hmm. there's like little parts where like it's like the thing the thing that someone would say as an aside is smaller. The gray, or and gray. or the sound that you the the sound that you'd hear from a conversation in the other room is kind of grayed out mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. but you can still read it. Or the the antiquey talk gang who yeah. talk in iambic pentameter, which was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they but it still they feels talk in conversational. That yeah, and like and how do you do that? Like it keeps rhyming even even as they're being murdered. Um, it was it's it's pretty good. Character design in this book yeah. is astounding. Like the character design, she's so uh, like awesome looking, but mediocre. He's really getting close to that undercut. He's very close to it, but it's not quite there. Um, uh, I love the tree thing at the end, also, like that yeah. uh, that weird tree uh, plant. Well, and, person. I, and I love the little the little bits of it. It's like he's a like a like a mollusk tree person, and he wears fake eyes on his face, so people so that so people, people will don't buy freak stuff out. even yeah. if they're like racist against him. Um, oh man, this is. Uh, Alan, have you read all of these issues yet? I'm going to soon. Okay. Yeah, I was. I considered doing it, but I didn't finish reading everything till like 11:30 last night. So I'm, I'm one issue behind out. right now from from what's current. Oh man, the, it's there's been so there's four issues, and you learn just these issues are dense with information. Yeah, and it was interesting because I hadn't read this first issue again in a while after reading a couple more issues, and I reread this uh, yesterday, and I was like. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Really? Like all of these revelations that nice. I didn't catch that now because I've read further into the book, I come back and read these and, and there's all these different elements. And that's one awesome. of my favorite things about the medium of comics is the ability to flip yeah. flip back and sort of back. reread mm-hmm. and for things to take on a, a new meaning. Something that Scott McCloud talks about in his um in his books and he's been very vocal about is that it, it's a unique medium in which you can do that where if it's a movie and you're watching it in the theater you got to watch the movie again yeah. you know if it's a dvd let's say or, or blu-ray or whatever it is you know you can run it back but it kind of pulls you out of it yeah you can't just flip back and look at a drawing again and then flip yeah. forward yeah exactly I, I i like the antique talking punks yeah the antique talk punks um, I don't know because I, I've only read this one issue so far. Um, uh, I don't know if, if, you know, with what Ian's talking about in terms of like commentary on class and all that sort of stuff, if that's going to play, if that might be like a whole, like, Hey, you know, you have the people that are fancy and, and, you know, they, they talk all proper, but mm-hmm. here they are like mugging people, you know, yeah. like that's this whole interesting concept. Yeah. I, I mean, there's definitely a lot of conversational class. I mean, you're talking about a, 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 a society that's based on a spire and people talk about what level in the spire they're from. So it's like sort of a really like telegraphed, obvious kind of kind of caste system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that definitely comes up, but it's all I'm saying is like, that is specifically not the reason for her shyness about her relationship. No, no, and no. in issue two, you're like, Oh crap. When you see, when you figure it out and it's, gotcha. and it's pretty interesting. Gotcha. Um, but, Oh man, yeah, I love, I love the, I love the. Well, I, it, it's not book. just that that gave me that hint. The other thing that was when she was like talking, they're like, "Hey, hey, what's up?" And it's like, bow. It's like, seriously, like, okay, fine, yeah. I'll kneel in front of you. That, that's the part where I'm like, okay, that's that's 
That's just a yeah. little moment. I'm like, mm-hmm. this tell it gives you a clue about the world that we're in, and it makes me think, okay, that's a message. That maybe not the message, but I feel like there's maybe an undercurrent of that that yeah. will play out. I, do I know? I don't know. I'm like I'm like a fanboy trying to guess, trying to trying to get, be one step ahead of the writer who knows the whole story. Which is kind of I know it sounds lame, but it's kind of fun to do. But it's not. But for me, a lot of people do that. Try to be like, oh, that's not what I want it to be. I do it because I'm just like, is this what it is? And when it isn't that, when it is that, I'm like, oh, cool, like perfect. That's what I was thinking. I, it makes me feel like I'm smarter, mm-hmm. and not that they're dumb, but I'm smarter th- than I thought I was. And B, if it's not that, I'm just like they are way better than I am, and I am like I, I still bow bow down. <laughs> like speaking of panel layout and on a lot of Pia. This page right here. Oh yeah, with that yeah. vertical. Panel no, that's fine. Go ahead, stand the, there. And the thud. <laughs> yeah, the thud right there. Yeah, oh, that's oh. that beautiful. Yeah, I love it, it. It's a well done comic. If you like Six Gun Gorilla and you like that art style, it's the story wise feels different. But oh man, I would check it out anyway. Who cares? I feel like, if you like fantasy great. or science fiction, yes, uh, then you'll you'll really dig it. Or if you like good art and good story, yeah, in general, yeah. But I dig it, so I'm really glad you brought this book. Too. I am too. I'm fine. I'm glad we finally got to read it because it's been out for a little while. Likewise, yeah, I'm stoked. So where can people pick it up? But we heard Comicsology, so that's yeah, yeah Comicsology picking up Brick and Mortar. I think that's where I picked it up. But I saw, saw it at Fat, and I was like, hey, oh yeah, oh that's that new, that's that new Science Barrier Jeff Jeff Stokely book. Yeah, it says <laughs> it says on number one that it's one of eight, one of eight, okay. and started coming out in July. Okay, but I think that they're only up to. Issue four that I haven't been to the comic book store in a couple of weeks. Gotcha. All right. Well, that is going to wrap us up for Here's My Issue. And now we move into First Prince. And Chewy, since this is your First Prince pick, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce it. Because you said that this was the challenge for you is to, to suggest First Prince. Yeah. And you did. <clears throat> uh, so tell us and uh, t- tell us what book did you have us read this time? One of uh, So the pick that I did for First Prince is going to be Batman Year 100 off of uh, DC, and it is by Paul Pope and uh, Jose Villa, Villarubia. Um, and basically, it's exactly what the title says. It's, it's Batman Year 100. So if you're familiar with Batman Year 1, which is, hey, first year of Batman, this is hundred years of Batman, <laughs> which is like we're almost coming up on that. We just hit seventy-five years mm. of Batman, um, but it's it's pretty interesting. And basically, there's um, there's murder is afoot, mystery is afoot, much like in the Spire. There's just a like, oh, who done it, um, and the Batman is being blamed for a murder. Um, and at this point he's kind of like a legend, a thing that doesn't exist and not in the way of like, Oh, he's just a myth. Like you see it before where it's like, Oh, there's someone that's doing that. Oh, it's, it's a myth. It's this, that. No, it's like, this is a, like that person never existed that we could never prove that he existed sort of thing. Mm-hmm. He's almost like a, he's almost like a cryptid, honestly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a really good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, that's what this uh, story follows. And it's a mini series of four, and we read all four of them. Mm-hmm. Ryan, go. All right. Well, I I I bought this book when it was coming out, mm-hmm. uh, and I was I I mean I love Paul Pope and I love Batman, and this is one of my favorite books ever. So uh, I feel like I, this was one of the first books that I ever showed you guys. Maybe. <laughs> I, I I remember like meeting you, Ian and Chewie. Uh, and we were all talking about Batman. I was like, oh, you like Batman? You're going to oh, like yeah. this. Yeah, and, yeah. And I was like, this is going to blow your mind. I mean, I hadn't read it until now, but. Yeah? Yeah. 
This is my first time reading it. I didn't realize that. Yeah. All right. I just like Batman and I like Paul Paul Pope. I I really like. I'm a big fan of of Paul Pope when he writes sort of science fictiony stuff, uh, and this is that. And it's just Paul Pope all over the place. It's uh, I mean the bat suit is not some crazy suit of armor. It's like a sweatshirt and sweatpants <laughs> yeah, and combat boots. And he's not like he, his the Batmobile is just like a bad badass looking motorcycle. I don't know. You guys talk about this. I've read this. Like, this is my fourth time reading this book. So it's no, it's no secret that on the show that I'm the big Batman fan here. Uh, I'm the one who's like unapologetic and we'll try to, we'll try to make people like Alan convinced that Batman is good. I mean, uh, we mentioned, we talked when we read long Halloween, which was, we've been, We've been exposing Alan to a lot of Batman this year. Um, yeah, but, seriously. Uh, but when we read Long Halloween, <laughs> I said that throat. like it was one of my top three favorite Batman stories of all time. Uh, the first two being Dark Knight Returns and then Year One, uh, and that was my number three. And after we read it, I felt a, uh, I felt a emptiness in that list because it didn't really hold up the way I remember it. Luckily, uh, I found a new book that took its spot, and that's this book right here. Yeah. This book is it, it, it's. It's it's so Batman, but it's also not so Batman, yeah. and that's what makes it great. Because um, that's kind of what Ryan told me, and I, I kind of got a different vibe from it, so I was going into it with a different mindset than what it turned out to be. Because I thought it was just going to be like some guy, and we never talk to Batman, we never hear him talk, but then when I, you know, we, we, we learn who he is, we learn that he's, it, it's, it's so bad, it's so bad, like this book in a little bit, in a little way, makes you believe that maybe if someone was just smart enough, yeah. maybe, yeah. and, and, ju- could live and just hundred years. Well, and th- but that's that's the thing. We don't really know. Yeah, yeah. they never explain that. They part never of it. explain. They never. Uh, I'll, I'll spo- spoil it. They never explain if this is Bruce Wayne or not. Yeah. They never say if it's actually Bruce Wayne they Batman or. They, they it's it's they a never mystery. Say Dick Grayson. They just say Robin. And yeah. and and at one it's point, true. at one point, because it's it's Jim Gordon's uh grandson. Jim. Yeah. So it's De- Commissioner Gordon's grandson, who's a detective. He calls him Bruce, and I I swear that next panel, I looked at it for like a good five yeah. minutes to be like, okay, what is he thinking here? Yeah. Is he thinking <laughs> he knows, or is he thinking, what are you talking about, or is he thinking like like you don't even know yeah, you like what no i'm like what are you thinking what are you thinking i'm like you looking at the comic like like in my brain mentally shouting at it and then i had that moment where i'm just like oh it doesn't even matter though dude like it doesn't even matter who cares uh, just the way this is the way this is built the way the characters are the way the story is it's not a typical batman story but it but yeah. but it is a typical batman story that's the weird thing about it it's like it rides this weird line of like Somebody, and I don't mean somebody like Alan who doesn't like, like somebody who's just like, superheroes are stupid. Batman yeah. is dumb. I hate everything. Be like, read this. Yeah. Like, do you know at least a little about Batman? You know where his origin, you know all that stuff? Okay, it doesn't really matter, but read this. Like, you just need to know just this much about it to get it. And I, it's, oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. I thought it was interesting the way they kind of, I it, it was like, it was reminiscent of year one. Yes. That's the thing. But, this feels like a sequel to year one. But it also wasn't the same thing as year one. No, exactly. It was like Batman flying by the seat of his pants, but not I mean, but not through inexperience. Yeah. Through simply, I know what needs to be done, wrong. but I just can't get 
you know what it is. Yeah. It's like an old person that's like, I know how to do this stuff. I have the stuff here. And, oh, man, I accidentally. Uh. It, it's like he knows what to do. And it's not him just like not being it. Uh, it, it it's just, I don't know. What man. I like about this it's is weird. as much as I love Grant Morrison's Bat God, what I love about this, it's like he has to meticulously plan it ahead of time. Yeah. And like, it's not like I can meticulously plan it ahead of time. And I also thought of 18 other different scenarios. He meticulously has it ahead of time. And then and like, that's the plan. And that's the plan. And maybe, maybe he's got yeah. one backup. And maybe. if it doesn't work, then <laughs> he's in I'll trouble. figure it out. Yeah. I have to yeah, figure it out like, at the well, time. And like go. the idea of like, it's just, it's like, uh, it's like, what is, what, how, what's the, what's the word I could, you know what it is? It's thrift store Batman for most of this too. Mm. It's like his yeah. fear tactic. I'm going to put in fake teeth and snarl yeah, at people. Which was yeah. brilliant. I'm not going to use <laughs> fear toxin or a batarang. Yep. None of that. The most technologically advanced thing in this book, as far as a Batman equipment piece is the Batmobile. That's somehow a motorcycle that hangs like a bat. <laughs> but that's the but that's the most technologically advanced thing. And all it is is a fast, like thrown together piece of metal motorcycle. It, it's those one seventy. Yeah, it's yeah. But but what I, I that's what I love about this is it's so un Batman, but yet it's so Batman in all the right points. It's like there are parts of it that aren't Batman at all. There's no you Alfred. <laughs> there's no Catwoman. There's none of that. It, yeah. But and there's not even there's not even a Robin with the exception of a name. That's it. That's yeah. the only thing that that's an Oracle too. They have these little Ryan and I talk about Star Wars Episode One on Saturday, mm-hmm. and we talk about how in that movie they very obviously wink at the camera. Yeah. This does it, but like just throws it away. Like well, like it's it's an easy system. Like you don't have to be like an or like she's like an Oracle to figure it out or yeah. something. There's like a, just a quick little throwaway thing, and it's like I like. Oh, I like so it is it kind of like that? Uh, remember I had it's you not guys Star read Wars that. Episode One. Is no, I remember saying. I had you guys read that really weird uh, Teen Titans book. Yeah. yeah. Wait, which one? The, the, like, the, the Titan, manga this one. Is, blood and yeah. stone. Yeah, yeah, but this is better. Oh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> like, this is I like the way better. references in the second book where they're like looking through the history. Oh, well, first yeah. of all, I like where they're oh, like, oh, yeah. is it the one? Is it like the, oh, he's one of the, he's he's one of the, what do they call them? The, the masked ones? Yeah. Oh, it's one of the masks, you know, and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, is it the one? Like the one that got away? Like, like the they, only they, one we never they caught? They put away all the other superheroes or whatever they're able, but this is the one they couldn't. Well, first of all, and, and that's why to me, of what happened to everybody in Arkham. That, exactly. Yeah, that's why, like, to me, it's like the perfect well, blend of, like, in some ways, and I mean this is a compliment, it's like a perfect blend of, like, dystopian Dark Knight Returns future yeah. and, like, low-level, not a lot of equipment, Batman uh, Batman Year One. Yeah, it's like a exactly. perfect meld of it, but it's not at all. It's, it's hard to describe it. It's just, it's, it reads think, so well. I think Alan needs to talk. And I, 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 I like I, I'm waiting. We're gushing, and then Alan's like going to bring us back down. Like, where they're being like, oh, it's the one, it's the bat, it's the ba- the Batman of Gotham, or the, the, the Gotham's bat. And then the guy's like, it's not him! It's the Panther Man! <laughs> and they're like, oh, so, sorry. It, so the Panther Man, <laughs> they just keep calling him Panther Man. And with his mask, it kind of looks a little bit more yeah. like a panther. Uh, you know, it's I got the that. short ears, yeah. but it's not like uh, like Frank yeah. Miller's stubby nope. ears. No. You know, it, it's got a very it, feline-like it's, it's, it's almost face. a little, it, with shorter ears, it's almost like Detective Comics 27 Batman, yeah. which was and, tinier ears. Which they talk about in here where they're looking back through the files, yeah. and then you're like, oh, here, it looks like he's swinging with a cable. Yeah. 
you know, he's swinging through with a cable, and then they reference uh, Dark Knight Returns yeah. with from like, the eighties. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, oh there's this fire at this arcade, yeah. and yeah. there's a related events at a at a, tr- at a landfill. Something and in, some weight. There's something about uh, 05 and twenty fourteen, but I don't know what that's if that's supposed to allude to anything. Yeah, the O yeah, five stuff looked like. I don't know if it's like Hush or something like that. I think they yeah. might have just picked a date. I yeah, I yeah, just like so. that idea, and I like that. This came out I long. like that. Well, in this world, that they made it seem like in a lot of the Batman stuff, it seems like oh, like Gordon's got this little task force that knows about Batman, and that's it. Yeah. This made it seem like he's like he knows a bunch of stuff, but he doesn't give any of that information to the police at all. They have these couple photos that some other lucky dudes happen to snap, but he's they have no other information. And that moment where he's just where he's pounding away at the keyboard like Batmobile, yeah. uh, the Joker, Joker, yeah. uh, uh, and he just goes Bruce Wayne, and then yeah. boop, I was like, yes. Yeah. It just I know it sounds so stupid and cliche and cheesy, but there's just that moment of like, oh, <laughs> it just was like, oh, okay, because I was like worried they weren't even gonna acknowledge that like the, that that person existed, that name exists, like, I, I, and I really yeah. like that they just did a little bit because it made me be like. Okay, is it Bruce or is it not? What's going on? Um, I don't know, dude. And we, and we still don't know. But anyway, okay, uh, we, we've gushed enough. Alan, uh, bring us back down. Uh, We're on the top of the roller coaster. You got to be that huge straight down drop. I don't know, guys. This you book, don't have to. You don't. You just tell us what you thought. This book wasn't. This book was freaking brilliant. Ah, uh, now we're just like, going high the on the roller problem. coaster. It's the highest. That's the problem. It's the Goliath. <laughs> I was okay, so I was really surprised by this book. Like uh, the first issue, I'm trying to. Fi- uh, I thought it was gonna be like the Dark Knight. I'm like, it's gonna be a lot of reading. It's gonna be a lot of boring and a whole lot of like Batman callbacks. And they managed to take Batman and they managed to like create a new version of it like yeah. one that yeah. one that i've never seen before i've never seen this version of batman before mm-hmm. i've seen on chewy's t-shirt but thrift that was store, about it thrift store batman man i'm telling you it's it's really really interesting and there was something about i think you're right in the fact that they didn't wink at the camera like they didn't pull a gun like it was there <laughs> but it was like not yeah it was it was these cool little throwaway moments where you're just like who cares? Keep moving, right? And then it was like, oh, that's cool. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fact that they never tell you how he's like lasted this long, or then, if it is him, even. Yeah, and and that thing where you said um, that you know you were looking, you were studying his face. I instantly knew that he was. He just has poker face on. Like even if like even if he was going to say anything, it would be of nothing of consequence. He would just move the conversation yeah. forward. And it's it sucks because then you're Gordon at that point and you're just like, I'm not getting anything out of this, so I might as well just roll with it. But leaves you a little empty inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the Batmobile was really awesome, the way it looks like a stupid bat hanging. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, how did he get it up there, though? Uh, <laughs> Part of me is like, did Chris Nolan read this and think like, that's the motorcycle idea. Like it's like something that morphs into something else. Like with the bat pod. Maybe I probably I, not. I really, but, but I want to imagine that he. Did. I really <laughs> liked uh, Tibble in this. Uh, the yeah. agent Tibble because I thought uh-huh. he was a really good like pusher of the story. Yeah. Like he was that guy that came in. He's like, I'm gonna rough you up, and they beat the crap yeah. out of Gordon. Like what just happened? Yeah. They what, really I, beat him senseless. This yeah. is the first time that like quote unquote Commissioner Gordon, right? Like yeah. he's his grandson or whatever. Yeah. But he like. He is out of his. He's still like the best cop. Mm-hmm. Like he does all of that uh, detective work yeah. down in the sewer. Mm-hmm. He figures out everything just by being there. That yeah. all those other agents had to run tests for, yeah. which was crazy awesome. And then he still gets the stuffing beat out of him, and he still has no idea what to do. And I'm like, yeah. that sucks, man. But to do that with a main <laughs> character like like 
the commissioner that's that's kind of that's kind of you know brass what i really yeah. like too is that there's and this is going to sound weird because i know ryan's gonna go, what there's not a super villain or other costumed person to there's be not. found in the whole no, book. No, there's not. Nobody, not even the bad guys. It's it's like not, he's fighting the man, man. He's, he's, yeah. No, he's fighting. It's like he's an anomaly. Yeah. Like there's a man who dresses up like a bat. What's going on? It it's, takes it, it takes it back to thirty nine. It remind yeah. well, and it remind yeah. Take and then they mentioned even Doctor Death in there. I caught that. Yeah. Um, the kid hands him a super. It reminds ball. me almost the first part <laughs> yeah, of like almost. Part. I know it's a completely opposite story, but the first part of Batman Begins, like he's yeah. an anomaly. Yep. And like the idea that they thought that they put everybody else down both both with jailing them and also somebody murdering yep, just all the superheroes or super villains all those people that. super villains room. remember when we had super villains yeah. anyway like the, yeah, we don't that live was in that so world weird like why did that happen well I, but it, it shows how dark the society is that they don't live at that Where no kill code they'll just murder the undesirable i think this is the first police force yeah yeah this is also the, one of the first <laughs> batman books where somebody doesn't try to make the city a character yeah which i think oh yeah which I'm actually kind of happy about. The city. <laughs> yeah, it's but, like, oh, yeah, it's, here's a sprawling Gotham, and here's Gotham in the alleys, and here's, and like, it's a background piece, and I think it's cool that it takes place in Gotham, but I think they only ever say the words Gotham twice. Well, no, they say the Batman of Gotham. I talk about, well, but, but Gotham's not like, a, but this isn't a Batman where it's like, I know Gotham inside, and it's not that, yeah. it's not, you know what it is? It's not internal monologue yeah. Batman. It's it not Grant not. Morrison, not Scott Snyder, not Frank Miller Batman. Monologue. That's yeah. true. He doesn't. He There's doesn't. No internal monologue. He it's all Batman. external, at which can make it a little bit more frustrating because we're so used to being inside of Batman's head it's and we know what he's be. doing and this is what everyone else is experiencing. Yeah. This is what everyone that he interacts with. It makes with it feel and I hate to say it cuz it's become, become such a bother. It makes it feel more real. Yeah. Like even though it's taking this place in this dystopian future, it makes it feel like it, it's uh, just See, bare bones a, Batman running around. We have no idea. We just it's it's like a mystery. Yeah. It's I really so want, good. I, I I feel like because of the fact that I like this, I want this to this Batman to just stay where it is. Like this, is, I don't want anymore. No, I don't no, want I don't want, I don't want like anymore. I don't want any sequels. I don't want any prequels. Yeah, Let's yeah. just leave nothing. it as is because this nothing. is a really good um, example of how you can have different runs from different yeah. writers and different creators still equal the same thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for a different kind of like. I legitimately, legitimately enjoyed a Batman book reading this. All four of them. As a page we turner. We did it, guys. As a page Chewy. turner. Chewy. No, Chewy. <laughs> well, technically you and Ryan did it. But I'm going to give you credit to both of you guys. Like, yeah, I, I, didn't. I had a lot Rap of fun party, reading yes. this. This is absolutely true. Show's I, over. First, first Batman. <laughs> We've come full circle. It took two years. But we did it. But remember, hey, what, wasn't the goal this year to get an Alan, a Batman book that you like? Alan is that true? Or like, we'll, okay, let's we'll calm down. at the end of the show. Yeah. Okay, let's calm down. There's still a bunch of Batman that I don't like. But um, this this particular version, I think, was really cool. Can we? Yeah, that's fine. This is weird. Um... Why does Paul Pope draw everybody like they all just look Mexican to me? Is that weird? I, or Aztec? I love how like, like I'm Mayan? just gonna say it. I love how everybody gr- just has really defined lips and like like kind of bigger I, flat. I'm, noses. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say it. I love how gross Batman looks in this book. He looks <laughs> gross. Not even like he looks scary. He looks gross. Like gross, and that's why I love it about it. it. Like he doesn't look like he doesn't have that polished, muscly look. He looks just like. 
He found some, you know, he found like Rocky's gym clothes before he gets in the ring and I, threw I them wanted, on and I, then put a bat symbol I on I wanted it. to say that it it's like Mickey Rourke Batman. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> that's, that could also be said for Dark Knight Returns yeah. in some yeah. ways. It's different, though. This is, yeah. it, it's almost like, it's almost like if, if Christian Bale had decided to keep that machinist weight and be yeah. Batman, <laughs> like that, he, like he never really looks super buff. He just yeah. looks really he looks buff. fit. Yeah, well, yeah. but he doesn't have that like like oh, I'm a he's hulking like lean. big. He's yeah. lean. He's just like fat. It's like I, when it's like when Rourke is skinny. Yeah, like mm-hmm. where he's like malnourished, but he's yep. like I'm still still just a broken down piece of meat. And yeah. I got <laughs> and he's got the lips. Yeah, he's he got does. The they all do. He's got the <laughs> Paul Pope I love. Okay, let's talk about the Paul because I, I Paul Pope drawn Batman is great. I, yes. I like the way I, mean, I love the way this book. Yes, but I love the way this book looks, and which is weird because if you would have talked to to Ian when he first started reading comics, I saw this book. Yeah. I remember looking at that cover. And you know what I remember thinking? That's Gross. weird. That looks stupid. <laughs> Batman Year One Hundred. What are they trying to do? This looks dumb. Year One. <laughs> this is original. Oh gee. And now I'm just like, if I go back in time and like the TARDIS or like the DeLorean pull up and just slap myself in the face, I'd be like, you're an idiot. You don't get to read that yet. You don't get to. <laughs> <laughs> and then I drive away and disappear. Dude, I really, <laughs> really enjoyed. And in, in speaking of you know Paul Pope's art, I mean. The whole book, obviously, like there's just so much from the opening page where he's running past and everything yeah. mm-hmm. uh, to the one that you showed me where he's just like, it looks like that old like boxer pose, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like where the camera's like mm-hmm. up above him and he's like, oh, come on, I'll take you <laughs> on over here. Thanks, Popeye. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I like the thing, the scene where he's um, recalling what he saw in the subway. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's like meditating. Oh, and that was super so cool. Basically, he's just going back in his head. Like that's the back computer. Exactly. That's his crime analysis machine. Is Which his brain. I thought was awesome because it's it kind of goes to show you the whole like, well, you know, it's he's more than just his tech. Yeah, it, he's ultra observant, even to the point he's learned to do what a lot of people can do, and that mm. is not necessarily be like, I'm gonna sit here and memorize all this stuff. But like you know, they've done studies and stuff where people they they've sat them down and be like, "You were going to do this study," and they kind of force people to just keep going back further in their minds, and eventually they can recall small details they didn't even they didn't even like notice at the time. Yeah, because it was in their peripheral or something like that. Mm. And I think that's cool that he's trained himself to be able to delve deep like that. Well, yeah. and I like that. That's it's not like he's it, it's two things. A is that, is that he's super hyper aware so and like that's normally something you'd see like on in the batman animated series or comic where he's like looking at like let's look at the crime scene photos or i've hacked into the thing that got the video feed it's like he has to remember it but the thing it's not like he's bat guy he doesn't remember it perfectly instantly like it takes will to remember it so that's right alan willpower shut up (laughs) alan already said he liked it i know yeah i i really i really i was just saying that batman was using green lantern ability that i think would would make you smile um but yeah man like kudos i should have read this a lot earlier ryan but i'm glad i didn't because i would have probably been a just a, a cynical idiot about it <laughs> so i'm really glad that i read this now when i like have a different appreciation for comics it's one of my favorite things it's great and i can understand this is the batman you like it's detective batman but it's it's this is and it's also this you know what? john mcclain but it's good it's dark <laughs> but it's good it's not it doesn't it doesn't call attention to the fact that it's a dark dystopian future but it is yeah 
But it, and it, also, he solves the problem in a very Batman way. Like, I think something that... Because you could say, well, in other stories, he might have, like, figured out how to disable everything or whatever. But that's, you know, Bat-God, and that could be said for a lot of other characters yeah. who have godlike features. But in this way, basically saying, okay, I can't stop this thing from going out. I'll just level a playing field. I'll make sure everyone has it. It's It's... Hey, let's make sure everyone has nukes. We're all aimed at each other, so everyone's in check. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It, and it's messed up. Well, it's like he it's doesn't. But, he, but he doesn't give out. That's how we're still alive right out now. the whole thing. He just goes, "Yeah, give out just enough of it so people will realize what it is." And mm. I also published it, but it was like I also published a, a, an antidote for it. Mm-hmm. So if anybody does make it, we know how to we know how to cure it. Yeah. So there you go. It's <laughs> just great to be basically saying I I took away your 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 play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. There you go. I, I highly, highly recommend this. But would I recommend this as a first Batman read? No. 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 Definitely it, don't recommend it as a first Batman or a first comic. No, no, no. <laughs> this but, is advanced comics. But this is advanced. This is like, guys, it's been two years. This is next level first Prince. This is second Prince. You need to, <laughs> this is advanced. But it's it's so good. It, but you, I think it's important for me, if you were to ask me like what level, what uh, what should I read this in, I would definitely at least read, at first of all, a, have a base knowledge of Batman. So yeah. watch some animated series, watch a movie, whatever. Have a base knowledge of Batman. Yes. B, read Dark Knight Returns. Yes. C, read your one. Yes. D, final step, read this. Like this, to me, is like the third step in my Batman reading of like suggestions to people. For me, at least. Because it cool. shows I'd a different so. take. I think somewhere in the, in the middle, you got to get some non-Frank Miller uh, yeah, that's Batman. True. But it's hard to say which Batman that yeah. is. Mm-hmm. You just got to find a good run in mm-hmm. there. Correct, correct. I recommend Snyder's Batman. Snyder's good. I like Grant Morrison stuff too, though. But it, but it's very those are both very different Batmans. Um, but yeah, Batman Year One Hundred is available pretty much anywhere. DC yeah, books DC are sold. You can find a trade, trade pretty easy. Yeah, it looks like they they just recently recollected it with a couple of other Paul Pope um, Batman stories. Oh, cool! It's uh, Batman Year One Hundred and other tales. Oh, that's uh, awesome. It's, it's 20 bucks in hardcover. Looks there like. you go. So uh, that is going to do it for First Prince, and now we move on to the four color character compendium. Ryan, please open the tome of characters. Hey, speaking of Batman, yes. today we're going to talk about... A Batman villain. That's right. That's right. You know, half of DC's villains are all Batman villains. That's, That's true. true. All, let's be honest. All the best anywhere, DC villains are Batman, Batman villains. villains. Fair. Uh, we're going to talk about Killer Croc. Chewy's Killer Croc. Favorite. Chewy, as a reward for, for bringing this book, we're going to talk about your favorite character. I, I like Killer Croc a lot, but I'll be honest, I don't know a, t- a terrible a lot about him, like, just... He's changed over the years quite a bit, though. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, so let's give you give you an out of out of the comics background. Created by writer Jerry Conway, artist Don Newton. Uh, first appearance was in Batman number three seventy five in March nineteen eighty three. He was a shady, shadowy cameo uh, in that book. Uh, also, that book was the debut of Jason Todd, the second Robin who died oh. and then didn't die. And then died again. And, and then, then didn't, didn't die, die again. Um, but yeah, so Killer Croc, his his alter ego is Waylon Jones. Um, he has superhuman strength. He is an experienced alligator wrestler. He has... <laughs> That's a weird talent. <laughs> yeah, you know. He's got his reptilian... His His reptilian teeth, claws, and scale-like skin... And he heals better than normal. Is he like a mutant or like what's the deal with this? Uh, most of the versions of it was he actually has like a birth defect that just makes him happen to look a lot like a crocodile. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was originally like like in, in an early version of his story, he was um, he would always sh- show up. He was like raised as a sideshow, like mm-hmm. a circus sideshow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
person. Uh, they called him Lizard Boy and stuff like that. And and then he sort of went and became a criminal. Of course. Because he was tired of being know. laughed at by society. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Well, I mean, he well, doesn't that's have another marketable skill he would perceive, or I'm sure that's what we're made to believe as well. Yeah, and he's been drawn really differently too. Yeah, mm. I was wondering about that. Yeah, it some just of them sort of looks depends like, on the artist. Some of them he looks like the lizards from Spider-Man. Yeah, and sometimes some them, he looks like a Savage Dragon. Sometimes mm. he looks like the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah, especially in the in the shots in the for Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> Mario Brothers Goomba. Um, Goomba. Oh, I didn't knew that. that was coming. Um, <laughs> Ryan loves that movie. It's his favorite. <sighs> it's a good movie. It, what did you, you just say? Hear, it's a good movie. Alan Ross podcast. Hear, it's not a good movie. If you ever want to hear uh, my opinions on that, you, you want to hear Ryan Soul die, listen to Super Action Bros. <laughs> where we talk about the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, so, I mean, the thing is, he's not a very complex character. Yeah. No. Uh, he he eventually has been part of the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of as a kind of a helping guy, but he mostly just sort of like wants to be left alone and also occasionally steal things. So he's Frankenstein's monster. In in a lot of ways, he's Frankenstein's monster. Hmm. So in some ways, yeah. So 1980s and he's made it this long? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean he was he was a, you know, the Batman that was that was the that was peak dark Batman. Before Bane, he was like the strong villain. Yeah. He, really? <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was the strong bad guy when Bane was yeah, a thing. Yeah, he's huge. I mean, he's he's a huge but strong he's a big alligator dude. wrestler. He can wrestle alligators. But now he's kind of like he's like the strong animal villain. Like like Spider-Man has the lizard. Like it's yeah. that sort of idea for Batman, like a strong animal because like bane after all is even though he's really super strong is a man yeah. this is like this guy can not not only this guy's like a dragon man when <laughs> maybe he's just dragon. maybe he's just a dragon um but <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh he he not only can he like beat the crap out of batman but he could also bite his face off which yeah. is which is you know i mean is there a more metal batman I, I villain it, for so, chewy so with blood story, and gore Funny story when you no, but he doesn't do blood and gore. He's mental. Mentioning yeah. Bane, psychological. Yeah. Yeah. Mentioning Bane, Croc and Bane have like a thing. Yeah, Croc. Oh, they kissed. Remember that whole yeah. Nightfall thing in the nineties? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the whole Nightfall thing in the nineties. Uh-huh. No, what well, is Nightfall? First, Nightfall is where Bane broke Batman's back. Oh, that thing. But the thing is, immediately before that, Killer Croc tried to break Batman's back, failed, and then Bane broke both of Killer Croc's arms and then broke Batman's back. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 90s <laughs> thanks thanks denny yeah. <laughs> you're um, welcome <laughs> i never like that crocodile character that's how he talks with his mouth open really me and mary fran <laughs> that's how denny o'neill talks that's true uh <laughs> so yeah he's still in new 52 right yeah. sure um he's gotten more like alligator like okay like they've made, which you know his name's Croc, but he, he's more alligator-ish or whatever. Uh-huh. Like in the the, the yeah, game, I mean, the Arkham Asylum. Yeah, he's game in there. Didn't he get like a good like little arc in those games? He in yeah. the very first one, you he was a boss in the. I would sewers. say he's probably gotten a lot Scary more too. popular simply because of the video games. Oh yeah. Well, all uh-huh. the, I think Batman in general is because like the more of the villains and stuff. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the uh, to be honest with you for like maybe the gaming community, the more resurgence of like maybe I should check out some comics. Yeah. Maybe I and just I, play I video think games the prevalence of, of like him in the games and stuff is why you know you're seeing him being included in Suicide Squad and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I think you you're know. right. Um I just thought it was kind of he's he's a neat character in the sense of like Maybe it's because I looked deeper into it 
like just in my own head because there wasn't much presented. It was always just like, he's just an alligator guy. He's a crocodile mm-hmm. guy and he's strong, but yeah. he's always depicted. He, he's like, he's like dumb in the animated yeah. series. He's yeah. not very bright, you know, no. and he's your typical, just pure brawn. Ah, sort of yeah, boss. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm the boss. So yeah, but I hit Batman in the face. And I mean, I and, eat his nose in some cases, you know, that, that was, um, perilous to batman in some cases it wasn't you know what i mean mm-hmm. his best thing is you know being part of a plan i would say <laughs> yeah he's you know. a pawn he he is you know yeah, so it's, a pawn. True. it's a very a very versatile and step one pawn. go he's fight been, the cross he's been step voiced two, by ron perlman what else yeah, do you need to know exactly yeah. um but yeah there was this um great um what was it called? Gotham Knight? Mm-hmm. It was the an animated, animated, yeah, the animated thing. movie. There's a little Killer Croc story in there that I thought was pretty interesting as well. Um, so yeah, and that one, he's like a cannibal. Kind of, yeah. And that one, he's got what? a skin condition that makes him look that way, and he and went he insane, people. and he filed his teeth to point. It's very much like a Nolan version yeah. of that which is sort what, of idea. Which is what that whole... Essentially, yeah. It's kind of like based off the Nolan movie, which, sort of. Which, loosely. I mean, it... it kind of makes more sense you're like okay cool you're alienated you got the skin condition or whatever so let's say you know you you're not very well socially adjusted and you're like fine you know i'm a monster let me show them a monster and it's just like go nuts and you like file your teeth down or something like that and you make them you know pointy and you become the monster society says that you are yep you know and, and i thought that was a cool fresh take on something that was Mm -hmm. like we talked about very one dimensional. And I think you, I think you kind of hit on maybe because the people, a lot of people, we've talked about this every time we talk about a Batman villain, like why most Batman villains are the antithesis of Batman. I think you just hit on the point as to how he's the antithesis of Batman. Everyone thinks he, a lot of people think he is a monster. Like they think he is literally, literally a monster. And it's very easy for him to just be like, well, okay, you know, I have this sick power. Why not just, yeah. you know, use it and lord it over people and, you know, use this to my advantage. I got the sick power, bro. Sick. <laughs> but oh, man, I think that you have the bit like he's chosen to become the, the monster that everyone says he is as opposed to Batman, who's not. With sick power comes gnarly responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> um, but re- I'm not really familiar with it, with it much in the comics. I would say animated series is a good place to check out. The Gotham Knight thing is a good thing to check out too. Yeah, he tends to pop up. He's he's in Hush. He was in uh, Flashpoint. He was in. He's been in things. He's yeah, around. He's been in things. He's he is like the dude that fights. He tends to pop up. up. Yeah, yeah, and and he'll be in Suicide Squad, and we'll see what that mm-hmm. turns out like. Yeah, yeah. That is true. He's like a mini boss. He's a that good mini true. boss. So uh, that is going to be the character compendium for the show. And now we move into, uh, now speaking of Gotham, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, we move into the uh, back matter section of our show. Uh, we do have a, uh, uh, an email message from our good old, our, our buddy, uh, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, he wrote, wrote out to us. Sorry. Let me go ahead and pull that message up very quickly. Hold on, please. The email. The email. What, what the email? Okay. So uh, this his message is entitled Gotham. So we talked about Gotham a little bit last episode. That's that television show, right? He says, hey, guys, I have to say I like Gotham. Okay. Season two is crazy. My only issue is that Bruce needs to get smarter. He should be a genius, and they are playing him like a whiny kid. They said they didn't hint at a change. They said they did hint at a change in Bruce. Congratulations on two years. Keep it up. What you do is awesome and makes me happy, Charlie. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. buddy. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe. Uh, okay, so so I, I that's kind of agree because the first. I only watched the first two episodes of Gotham, but the second episode had him like listening to heavy metal music and drawing like severed heads and stuff. And I'm like, 
This kid's gonna be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like, Chewie, Chewie, you could have been Batman. All, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw him listening to him out, I was like, "All right." But then I was like, "He's also a little too young to be listening to some uh, some uh, metal." There. Speaking of Batman, but, he's also too young to have his parents yeah. die. Chew. That's true. At that point, what else is there left for besides metal? And these are my parents' heads. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Batman, there's totally. Well, I heard heard that on Gotham that they're like full on just introducing Mister Freeze, like in full freeze suit and everything. (laughs) Like I saw a picture, like I saw a screenshot. They're like, "Yep, guess Gotham is just." Bringing out Mr. Freeze, just I guess time to I make would've... all these people supervillains. While I appreciate his uh, his congratulations, um, maybe next time, Charlie, let us know why you like it. Like, if you get a little more in depth and give us like just a couple bullet points, you're like, you know what you're like? You're like that girlfriend who just can't accept "I love you." You're like, why? Tell me why well, you love me. Well, this is me. a television show, not like a human relationship. Yeah, oh, you t- oh, I thought you were talking about why he loves us. Oh no! no. Oh, you mean the show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Comment retract the show. <laughs> okay, comment also, retracted. no, tell me why you love me. <laughs> tell me why. You I don't what? believe you. Say it once, say it three times. You know what? If there's anybody, Ian, listen- I already told you, you don't love me anymore. If anyway. there's anybody listening that is, that uh, that's like a solid <laughs> fan of the show Gotham, I would love to hear it. And not in like a challenging, like I defy, but just more of like, tell hey, me why. We're t- curious. Tell, we're curious. Like, tell us why. Because again, I watched the first couple episodes and I was like, ah, I didn't. But I also have a couple people that are like yeah it's actually like kind of good and so i'd be interested to hear you know um i'd, I'd be interested to hear a, 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 an independent take on that agreed yeah so you're um, gonna say speaking of batman. speaking of bat gotham they released a little teaser again for uh batman versus superman dawn of punching people um, <laughs> it's not dawn versus justice <laughs> dawn versus justice dawn, dawn, versus dawn v justice batman right? and dawn, superman dawn versus batman justice league superman. part one um so they two. released a little teaser uh they're actually going to release as of this recording tonight they're releasing a new trailer for it yes but they released a, a teaser a little teaser thing again where yeah. batman's in some sort of desert commando gear with the yeah. bat suit on, and then yeah. he's he has like his arms Bane. all hung up, yeah. and then Superman lands, and these guys, these guards, ba- I guess Superman oh, yeah, just like like John Peter said, Superman had needs guards now, yeah. or like super commandos, yeah, yeah. And so he has it, and he has this really devious look on his face, and Batman looks terrified. I will, yeah. Maybe he's being influenced by red kryptonite. I think this is. I think if my my personal, and then he rips off Batman's mask, shows Bruce Wayne, looks at the mask, and then it cuts to black. Yeah. I think this is a dream sequence. I think this is what it, Batman thinks will happen would, if Superman is left unchecked. Knowing, That's my opinion. Knowing Batman, I, I would say, and, and Bruce Wayne and his psychosis, because <laughs> let's be real, he, he is kind of paranoid. I, I think it's possible to do that. I mean, given a lot of the wackiness that, that appears to be going into this movie and what they're trying to do with it, it wouldn't surprise me if they're like, this is a scene in the movie. Um, but at the same time, I, I think it would make more sense as like a dream sequence or like a, like a, like a, oh no, I've got to stop. Like, him. this is what could happen if he goes I unchecked. Did, I did like right before he, you know, takes his mask off though, the fact that he, that Batman does look scared because yeah. I can't really recall even in, in a lot of comics, too many scenarios in which that's the case. And I know people will be like, well, Batman would never be scared. I say, you know what, dude? He's a person. 
If you have an alien demigod, yeah, you know that's coming towards you, and you're with a up. devious look, and there's these men bowing. I, and <laughs> I just thought it was cool to see. I I'm one of those people that's like, oh, you're doing something with Batman that hasn't been done, or something uh-huh. that isn't normally Batman. I'm interested. Why not? Let's try put. Let, let's try this. Where most people are like, it's just, not the same. I I don't mind this being scared. I think you make a good point. What I what I hated about it was just the fact that like okay here's your mask okay now it's off now you're bruce wayne yeah. and it's just like really that's that's how you're gonna unmask batman you're Superman's just gonna all, yep i'm gonna I take it off it. i have a feeling i have a feeling this was done because a lot of people are like oh man batman's totally gonna win because he's batman this i think is to provide like you sure about that yeah you sure about that it's a bit, they really want to promote the who's gonna win aspect yeah. of this movie as if they like, all like, don't know they're gonna the like climax to be like a chess game a chess game yeah uh, no Twister. Like in Seventh Seal. <laughs> Superman no. would win Twister. <laughs> Why? He can't stretch. He's super. Yeah, it's true. He is super. <laughs> He'll probably burn a hole through the exactly. thing. And it's accidentally, he'll so, get his arms around Bruce's neck and accidentally snap it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, accidentally. There's the, and then he'll scream and cry. And, oh, I don't think he's going to accidentally. So I think he knows how to do that. There's that other point. trailer, the, the Cap versus Iron Man, Civil War versus yeah, that that Yeah, that looks pretty. What'd you guys think of that trailer? Oh yeah. man, that looks rad. I'm sold. Dude. I'm really, <laughs> really. I'm excited. Dude, did they, you did you finally, watch? We finally you, get a um, we finally, Black Panther. Yeah, I'm also yeah, finally excited. Awesome. We finally get a Bucky awesome. movie too. Yeah, we got Bucky. Well, we, we've had a movie. Yeah, but that movie was called The Winter Soldier, but it should have been called Captain America. Hey, Shield's not good. <laughs> hey, Hydra's Shield coming back. Fall. Shield fall. Yeah, because hey, this, this one is truly looks more like The Winter Soldier. Yeah, this uh, one looks like they actually have say, the Winter Soldier. Ian was next to me when we were watching it. I'm like, all right, cool. We got some, all right, we got some Bucky. You know what I was like? You know that Vince McMahon movie? I wasn't even bummed there was no Spider-Man in this. I was just like, I don't care. Like, it could be no Spider-Man in this movie. That was great. You remember that Vince McMahon gif uh-huh. where he's just like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, that, that was me because it's like, I'm like, all right, cool. We got, oh, sweet. Got some Bucky. Oh, we got some more Falcon. I like that. And then Falcon does that sweet like scissor kick and then yeah. like like flips over. I was like, sweet. And then you have the whole thing with like Tony Stark. And I'm like, oh, all right, all right, they're going for it. And then you I just see Black Panther end. stand up. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that looks, it looks Black good. Panther looks really good. They didn't they didn't cool. overdo it. That's and then, for sure. But they also didn't sell it short running, either. Right. Yeah. He's just running and booking it. I was like, oh, I, oh. It, that moment in the trailer that got me. And it's 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 funny because I saw a Simpsons meme where it's like, and if you stop right here, you can see the exact the moment when his heart, heart breaks. breaks. <laughs> it's that Tony's moment. Sick. I was like, I'm sorry, Tony. Like, but, you know, he's my friend. He goes, so, so was I. I. Oh, my oh. God. I was like, I was like. Oh man! Sorry, Tony. And then that little, and then, and then they end it with them all three fighting, yeah, and like yeah. they're and like Cap and Bucky are switching the shield off. Oh, it's incredible! I want to watch it frame by frame. You and also just watch have it. that scene where t- where, where like Tony, dis- oh, where, where Tony's there in a field holding Rhodey. Yeah, and, and Rhodey's all messed up. Yeah, Rhodey's eyes are closed, and he's just lying there, and his yeah. his suit, his war machine suit, is messed up, and I'm like. What's gonna happen? Oh, I, I'm just. It's, it's the thing is, it feels like it's a lot smaller scale than the Civil War in the comics, but at the yeah. same time, it feels like super personal. Exactly. This the, feels like a very personal. So movie. here's here's the only reason why I was not like super duper stoked on it. It looks really cool, but that being said, I am one of those idiots that actually liked Civil War, and I actually read. <laughs> 
the comic Civil War and I actually read a comment on the internet we, the other day we that said Yeah, we read. Yeah, we, read. We, we read the well we just read the main book. We read the time. Um but I read a, a, a comment on the internet the other day. It was like the only if you wanna uh if you wanna point out a true casual comic book fan, like if they like Civil War or not. I'm like, well, I guess that's me. Um <laughs> But uh I wanted to see it kind of more grand scale. I kind was of that one of those guys it. that was in that other book that we read earlier that <laughs> said, made that comment. Yeah, was um, it, what's his name? Greedo three four seven three one eight. <laughs> three, one, eight. Um, yeah. I think that I I wanted to see a more grander scale. I wanted to see it like have an impact on the world. Where here it looks like the Civil War is more like personal, like you said. Like yeah. the Civil War that's happening is more between like Cap and Shield and Iron Man. It's like. I it's think, like a tiny civil war. I think there's a tiny, tiny thing that the trailer shows that hints that it's more than that. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a registration act. Well, yeah, I think I feel like because because you see at one point this this bound book and it says yeah, the yeah Thunderbolt Ross. Accords. Haven't seen him by the way in a long time. Yeah, yeah, that but it says Hulk. the Segovia Accords on it. Yeah, and I feel like that that some sort of international treaty is signed right. okay. regulating superheroes. But I feel like and so it's almost in a way bigger than civil war because it's not just the u.s it's so like unless thing. unless it does that thing where the where the obviously yes i mean that's going to be but the, yeah. the comic books they made it like this big deal like everybody got like their own little say in it and that's yeah, yeah, probably that's not going to happen here but it's a movie you know you only do yeah, so you've much. only got two and a half three four hours right i'm also not a huge bucky fan like i yeah. like bucky i think he's cool i don't really care if they go you find him you don't or not. you don't want a captain america who's dark and angry all the time you don't want 90s cap <laughs> that's what he is but you, there's you, also, don't, you don't want bucky to rip iron man's like like arc reactor out of his chest with his his metal hand to see so which one's stronger. The reason the that's reason, like fanboy heaven right there. That's true. The reason that um I'm not Imagine super stoked Bucky for this playing heavy metal with that metal arm. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, it would sound terrible. Um, the reason that I'm not super stoked for this is kind of the same reason I'm not super signals. stoked for Batman and Superman. It just seems like who's gonna win? Yeah, uh, Iron does. Man versus really Cap. And I'm like, if we're gonna do anything about this, like, why don't we like? There's that speech that my favorite speech from Civil War when Cap is talking to Spider-Man and he's like telling him why something is like how he can tell the difference between right and wrong. Mm. And I don't feel like there's room for that here. And I feel like there's going to be too much punching. Yeah, it just I don't. Also, one side has Scarlet Witch. How fair is that? That can't be fair. It's not fair. Not <laughs> so enough, I, ladies. I would say um, this it, at the end of the day, it's a trailer. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, there's still a lot to go. We didn't even see Spider-Man, but we know Spider-Man's going to be in it. He'll probably be in the last um, two minutes. So it's one yeah. of those things where, with what we're talking about, the, the limits of film and what you can do in a certain time frame versus right. you know books and stuff like that. I feel like the Civil War event that we know as a comic book event has it's not going to be contained in this one movie right. but it's going to be spread across multiple movies and TV shows. I guess that's possible. Yeah, be- you're right. Simply because I feel like we've seen part of Civil War. We've seen the first let's say one issue maybe or whatever already as Age of Ultron. Mhm. You know, you have a cataclysm where, you know, there's huge collateral damage, right. as well as the previous incident before that in New York. And then S.H.I.E.L.D. is tied into that also. S.H.I.E.L.D. is tied into that stuff. We're going to be seeing stuff with S.H.I.E.L.D., um, Jessica Jones, uh, yeah, and Daredevil. you know, Daredevil. You have Daredevil Season 2. You have Luke Cage. You have all these other things that are going to be surrounding this movie that I think will be able to lay some of the groundwork for that as well, or, you know, the... Uh, I have a feeling that this movie, Civil War, 
is going to start with like boom there's there might be like boom here it is like just jump straight into it because i feel like they're going to lead up to that with the previous movies well they're going to do something it's not just a movie alan it's a media event yeah that's true that being said it's a um, media crossover event (laughs) uh and yeah, I, I think in terms right. of the personal right. scale of it, yes, it, it, you know, because it's it's difficult to do everything else like that, especially when you don't have the rights to everyone and all right. that stuff. So I think what it is is essentially saying like, hey, we're gonna follow uh, the these two people that fight on opposing sides, you know, the the Confederacy and and the Union mm-hmm. um, during the Civil War, and it's basically like that. You're saying we're gonna look at these few select people in this grand scale of things. I think that they're really going to have to do a good Civil job War. of fleshing that out. <laughs> I don't think... I just wish they hadn't called it Civil War. I get what they were going with on that, but I feel like there must have... I feel like there's a better title. Uh, I think they like the name recognition of that. No, that's what so. I'm saying, but I wish they hadn't called it yeah. and like called it that and gotten all of our Bucky's hopes up. Bucky's War. I, mean, I don't know. The Search for Bucky. I don't know. Cap. <laughs> You're hired, kid. But Bucky t- <laughs> Star Trek Bucky six. too. Oh, I'll, Bucky's just I'll like, call Joe Casada right now. <laughs> Buck in the big city. <laughs> Bucky's day out. Yeah. Oh man. Um, all right. Uh, let's see what else was there. There was another thing uh, that we was watched the thing Marvel right? related. Uh, there. No, we talked about Batman. Jessica oh, Jones. Yeah, okay. Jessica Jones is out. Chewie watched the whole thing. I have not. I've watched two episodes. I heard it hurts. I heard it hurts a lot. It's it's. It's I, it's funny. I've been reading I've been reading comments about from you, people online, and some people are the kind of people f- like this show is the kind of show that's for some people. They they just like I'm just gonna watch all of it. Like I can't stop. Yeah, I have to watch right. it all. But then there's other people, and I'm I'm one of those people who I watched first episode. And I was like, all right, now I need something else because yeah, that, that was, was heavy. like I like I need to like take a breath and I need mm-hmm. to like relax. Like isn't there some other show maybe CSI where it's just dismembered bodies? Like I can handle that. <laughs> Um, I have. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's a really good show, and I mean, yeah. I don't want to, you know, get too much into it, but I think it's really intense. Was David Tennant good? You get, That's all I it's... think David Tennant was good. Um, you it's get intense, different than the Doctor. It makes obviously. you feel. In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Which okay. is pretty interesting. Um, I'll, I'll once you watch. Once you watch it, and we've all watched it here, I'm going to give my... I have, like, one phrase that sums up, like, the... the Write it down to and stuff. I, yeah. Um, but in any case, I think, overall, it's a really, really good, you know, series. It, it, it's a perfect complement to uh, Daredevil and the other stuff going on with, you know, the other... Mo- with the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. and the movies and stuff like that. Um I will say this though, and I haven't spent too much time on the internet um, looking for this stuff, but I feel like it's definitely one of those shows that's you're gonna have people that are like right on, this is great. You're gonna have people being, you're gonna have a lot of people that are look. I, I feel personally that are looking to be offended, and this yeah. show will be one of those where they're gonna say, I get it. "See, yeah. it's offensive," and it's like. You could look at it like that, but you could look at any movie like that and be offended by it, like. There are certain things that are just inherent to the story, and it's like you can accept it and watch it and enjoy it. Or if you don't, then maybe don't watch the show, you yeah. know, and, and that's fine, you know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of Marvel news, I have a comic book that's coming out in January that I'm really interested in, and I'm going to go ahead, probably go ahead and bring it. Uh, it is a book called, is a digital release, uh, a, a five issue miniseries called X Men Worst X Men Ever. 
Um, it is, uh, I'll read you the premise. I'll read you the little, the, then I'll show you the art too for it too. Um, so the official word from Marvel, this is the official press release. This January, experience a tale of, of the misfit among the misfits. Today, Marvel is pleased to present your first look inside X-Men, worst X, X-Men ever, number one. The new series written by Say Anything frontman Max Bemis. <laughs> okay. Who we actually wrote a, wrote a comedy, a comic book called Polarity that you yeah, and I yeah, read the first issue yeah. of that was pretty awesome. Um, and uh, artist Mike Walsh, who did Secret Avengers, Hank Johnson agent of, and Hank Johnson agents of Hydra. Uh, Bailey Hoskins has just discovered he's a mutant. For someone who's never been special, never stood out, discovering he's quote gifted is truly a gift. And with that gift comes the most exciting opportunity of all: entry into the hallowed halls of Xavier's School for Gifted Children and into the ranks of the world famous X Men. But unfortunately for him, he might just be the worst X Man ever. Welcome to the X Men, Bailey. Hope you survive the experience. Uh, debuting the, the digitally this January. Uh, be there as uh, Bailey embarks on his first journey into the center of Marvel Universe and X-Men, worst X-Men ever, number one. What initially caught my eye is not the story premise, but the art on this book looks awesome. This is the cover of the first issue. Oh, that's <laughs> cool, dude. I just like that he's like cowering in fear down here. Yeah. And if you scroll down, you can pass it around. If you scroll down, you can see the more of the artwork. That's so weird. Scroll down. There's, there's more art below. There's like actual image artwork. Uh, from from the from the but it looks i read i'm not like a big say anything fan and they're fine but um i read uh, that the polarity book and i was actually really surprised that like i'm like dude you're a musician you can write you can actually write a fairly decent comic um but i'm interested to see that it's kind of gonna i feel like it's an interesting take on it the idea of like an like a like oh i'm gifted but i'm garbage at it i feel like this is like <laughs> alan if, if you join the x-men oh absolutely i feel like this is alan joins <laughs> the x-men oh god i'm sorry I'm, um but my, yeah. my superpower would probably be like make soap bubbles come out of my mouth one or of like that. yeah this is the marvel comic announcement there's also ryan saw today there's a dc announcement that vertigo is putting out a book right with uh, paul dini oh yeah it's called uh, batman dark knight n-i-g-h-t yes uh let me it's paul paul dini and uh i don't remember the other person they said that was in there Somebody, um, somebody else who's big and important. Yeah, let me see. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Um, oh, I also saw a quote that Jared Leto thinks Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson's Joker would be proud of him. Um, Ooh, let me see. Okay, here. now. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, maybe you should let somebody else make that call, buddy. <laughs> you know what? I, I hope it's true. I hope he's right. I hope it's true because then we would have the best Joker ever. Um, but I, we'll see. We'll, we'll watch ah, it and we'll it see. Vertigo announces Dark Knight, a new Batman uh, graphic novel from Paul Dini and Eduardo Rizzo. Rizzo. Rizzo? Um, Rizzo's done a lot of legendary Batman. Let me see stuff. if there's like a... Uh, according to the announcement, the story will focus on how Dini interacted with the characters, including conversations with his mental images of Batman and the Joker that followed the... Oh, yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Uh, let's see. I'm reading this from Comics Alliance, by the way. That's where I get all my comic news. Um Dini's revisiting uh, behind the scenes, though it seems that as as though 1993 was a rough year for Dini's relationship with Batman, owing uh, owing to a violent mugging that left him with a broken skull and his faith in the ideas behind superheroes shattered. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's a really personal story. I like that idea. Um, Dini's revisiting the trauma alongside artist Eduardo Rizzo in a new graphic novel from Vertigo: Dark Knight, a true Batman story. Uh, according to the uh, folks on Dini, interacted with characters, including conversations with his mental images of Batman and the Joker. That's that's awesome. That sounds when does great. That come out? Uh, let's see here. June of 2016. So June of next year. Um, I like that idea. Man, uh, I wish I hadn't heard about it yet because that sounds awesome. 
That sounds pretty cool. I like, like the idea really of like, like an autobiographical. That, yeah. that, that sounds like a lot of like what we talk about, like in the, mm. the idea of, and I'm interested to see how he handled that. I like, I like autobiographical stories, especially when they relate to comics like that. And especially the idea of, um, of somebody using comics to either deal with, or maybe even say, you know, I don't believe in this anymore. And they have some sort of, I mean, I've had, I've had that. I'm not, not to that level of course, but yeah. You know, using comics as a, as a tool of strength or even saying I'm done with this and then, you know, thinking about it for a while. I think it's cool. I I, I love Paul Dini too. Not only is he an awesome guy, but he also sound, his name also sounds like a delicious Italian meat. All right, Kevin. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. We came up yeah, with that. Yeah, Paul Dini. Like, hey, young yeah. Paul Dini over here. <laughs> How about some strombolio? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, what else do we got? got you guys uh, yeah, got? I got matter? one more thing. You know, guys, I kind of wanted to talk about our resolutions. Okay, uh, but before we get oh, there, uh, this weekend is Comic Arts LA. Yes, uh, which is a a tiny little Comic Con up in uh, in LA in the LA Fashion District at the Think Tank Gallery. Uh, it's free on December fifth and sixth from ten to five. Uh, special guests are Noelle Stevenson from Nimona and Lumberjanes, uh, Jaime Hernandez from Love and Rockets. But there's tons of really cool people are going to be there, like. Uh, Corey Lewis, who did that uh, Samus fan comic book that oh, we all awesome. really yeah. enjoyed, uh, and um, the also Youth and Decline team. Oh, cool! Yeah, who did uh, Frontier you know, number Frontier seven. and things like that. Uh, a lot of just really cool, like indie comics people, uh, indie comics small press labels are going to be there. Um, Becky and Frank, who did Capture Creatures, are going to be there. Uh, I went last year for a couple hours, and it was super rad. And I'm definitely going back. So. Sweet. I think uh, we might be checking that out. I think Chewie and I are well. off on Saturdays now, so we yeah, might be joining you. Yeah. <laughs> um, one more comic book thing kind of coming through here just because, you know, it's marquee. Um, so I think we just have to mention it. Uh, there's this new book. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Dark Knight 3, The Master Race. Uh, yeah. From that guy. What's his Frankie. name? Frank, Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, so Frank that, came, that came out. Hot dog beer? Hot dog beer. Frank Miller. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> God, so, Ian, that was. <laughs> oh, that's so levels uh, of bad. It's I so many like levels. Speaking of bad, at some point we need to read. Mm-hmm. Don't say its one. name. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 see about. There's three good Batman day. books, Ryan. <laughs> Would you like me to say them again? All right. So it's our second yeah. anniversary. Yes. Last year, at this point, we talked about our read solutions, and read solutions were were assigned to people mm-hmm. so but i, I think a, we did this at the end of december didn't we no we didn't actually we did it at the beginning of december because okay. I, shoot I all right that was my that loophole <laughs> right, well, let's nice, go over nice try Alan. let's go over let's go over our existing resol- resolutions and then we'll talk about which ones let's we, do it per- person by person person sure. by person we'll talk I about have, which one we did and then we can challenge each other to new here. ones mm-hmm. i have them all listed here so alan uh last year ian challenged you to bring one batman or batman family book I brought Batgirl. You did. Except that Ian had said, the book must contain Batman. Yeah, it didn't contain Batman at all. Mwah, mwah. Did I failed. not do anything? Good like try. That? I guess that's true. <laughs> I'll give you 50% credit. I'll, I'll give 50% on that. <laughs> all right, yeah. 50% but that's credit. St- but that's credit. still an F. But I also read so much Batman this you year. Did. You did. I read a lot yeah, of Batman. All right. And he, all you right. got a Batman d- book that he liked. You yeah. passed, but barely. You know what right. you got? Huh. F plus. Yeah. <laughs> F plus is definitely still not. Chewy challenged you to bring one Green Lantern book. Which I did. Which I brought did? Rebirth. Yep. Boom. Check check that off. And I challenged you to make a comic book. 
which you were working on. You actually, I would argue that you did. It doesn't. It, it's a few pages. You've, you, it's ten pages. That's it's that's not a complete story. Doesn't matter. You're still working on it, and you made a thing a thing that's a visual story, page by page. That's a comic book. And it, okay, I would argue the thing that you presented to us could be portrayed as well, here is. A small issue one. What were his personal resolutions that he assigned he, himself? He had said, I don't have any goals. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> which means the, you get zero out of which possible was why five we points. assigned him goals. Wait, wait, wasn't, wasn't that the episode you said I uh, I came up with my, was it sleep all, yeah. was it sleep all day, sleep all night, party, party never? never? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I still stand by as one of my favorite mottos. <laughs> okay. And the Allen story. All right, what about Chewy? What about what was well, Chewy's? Do we want to give Alan? Well, not yet. Let's go around and do what we've accomplished. I I added another one to that this year, which is uh, when life hands you lemons, complain about the lemons. But this, here's that in space. I have an idea (laughs) for this. I have an idea for this year. It's a little, little, little easier because I think I put way too many goals on myself personally. (laughs) Yeah, we all had a lot. I feel like we each have to assign ourselves one goal. And then everybody else gets to assign one. So that will be a four. So right, at the end of the year, we have four goals we'll to, do to, to do. All right. So, so Chewy, um, last year, the resolutions you gave for yourself yeah. were to keep up with series that you like. Okay. Do some more discovery in your genre. Okay. Uh, to work on your writing project. To okay. draw more. <laughs> uh, and to bring slash recommend a first print. Okay. Uh, so you definitely brought slash recommended a first print. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... As far as like keeping up with the stuff, I mean, yes and no, because mm-hmm. I've been keeping up sort of with The Walking Dead and like Batman. There you go. It's good to a certain extent. Yeah, I think I think you were saying the thing you had said last year was like, oh, I'm people ask me, oh yeah, you read the new Batman? I'd be like, yeah. oh, I, I keep buying it. That's but me. I'm like five issues behind. I'm really behind on I'm Batman. Like two I'm like behind on Batman right. right now. I'm like four yeah. behind. I'd say that's but I've been reading. Caught up. It's because yeah. Image has got my. My my those jerks yeah. keep putting eyes. out good books. Yeah, um, writing there was <laughs> there was a hot minute where I think I, I wrote a, a pretty a, like I was writing pretty hot for like a week, uh-huh. <laughs> and I showed the stuff to you yeah, that I yeah. that I wrote because we were we were working on it. And there, there was a wrench that got thrown in that, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, never mind, forget it." <laughs> yeah, I got you. The Aww. name very dis- discouraged. Yeah. But I haven't fully abandoned it. I might just have to rename it and stuff like that, and we'll see. Because I thought I thought it was pretty decent. What I I'd liked written. it. What I I'd written, I thought was pretty decent, and I think you know you could draw it pretty well, especially yeah, now. Well, no, <laughs> we'll see. And uh, <laughs> art stuff, I've. Drew a couple things. Inktober this year was really bad for me. October was a bad month for me because I was traveling a lot and there's a lot of stuff too. Um, I kind of got yeah. that month. So. All right. So our challenge is for you. Alan challenged you to read the first arc of a random run that you're unfamiliar with. Just read, he said, and didn't bring. Um, I don't think we did that. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I've. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a tough one. Uh, yeah, because I read, I was reading like other stuff that we didn't necessarily bring for the show, and I read like the, it was like a mini series. All right. That counts. Right. I'll give that to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. That's true. I'll give it to you. Ian challenged you to bring a kid's book to the show. Which you did. Which you did. Samurai, Samurai Jack. Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I challenged you to bring a classic comic, a Silver Age 60s, 70s book. Nope. Sorry, right. did not do that. All right, Ian. Yes, uh, I challenged Ian, myself to you, you challenged yourself to read all of the Invisibles. No, <laughs> <laughs> to read all of Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. Nope. Also, nope. 
Uh, you also challenge yourself to write comics. And that was kind of a vague <laughs> general. No. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm really bad at fulfilling my own goals. You, yeah. I just you, want to impress everyone else. You also challenged yourself to read or bring a superhero bo- superhero books more frequently to the show. That I have done. All right. That, that I have been I'll a denizen. Even if through, through thick and thin, through bad and good, <laughs> I've brought superhero books to the show. And then show. you challenged true. yourself, Ian, to bring one manga or webcomic. Which I did uh, not do, manga. but I well that you, I'm gonna you I'll give did with bat manga and so I think wasn't there a contingency there? Yes, and then there was Alan's challenge, which was to find a manga that is neither Marvel nor DC. Technically, bat manga wasn't, but I'll give it. I'll give you credit. <laughs> I, I think he was specifically saying that to keep you from being able to bring bat manga in the same way that you. No, 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 it was, him. no, it wasn't. It was to, to not bring Attack on Titan meets the Marvel Universe oh, or whatever yeah. it was. I forgot about that. But I have, I have one. I have one. I've been holding my back pocket, but since next episode's Christmas one, I'm gonna go ahead and I'll fulfill that goal next year because well, I, I have one. Okay, all right, let's. See. I have one. Uh, so Chewie's challenge was for you, Ian, to bring a Chewy book. Did I do that? Did I bring anything really metal this year? Uh, I don't Ash versus Evil. That That's pretty. pretty metal, uh, you know what? Uh, okay, is that, is that metal enough for you? Is that is that is that gory enough? It wasn't a lot of gore, but it's it's mm. monsters. You also brought the. Marvel zombies, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind true, of a chewy true. book. It's got yeah. it's got got gore in it. People yeah. are eating each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I'll, my, I'll give it a slide. Those two combined. Okay. My challenge was for you to bring a original graphic novel that wasn't originally serialized in comics as a first print. And I, I, you know what? I have I have one that would meet two of those goals for next time. You already know what it is. Cause we talked about it earlier that year okay it's a yeah I, i'm going i'm going to uh, i will fulfill both those goals within the next year for sure you can assign me new goals but i'm going to fulfill All those because right. i have one that meets both of your criteria that is a manga that is not a a serialized thing but right. yes uh, so my challenges to myself will read more of the comics that i bought uh i have been doing that actually. yes you've been doing that a lot uh, actually. i've been i'm actually behind right now i have like wow. a six inch stack of comics next to my bed uh but but i have been doing that i've been writing about it on my blog prestigeformat.com <laughs> um i also challenged myself to bring stuff that you guys might not like mm-hmm. and i think i've done that <laughs> yeah. right you have yeah, yeah starting to yeah. bring books that you guys hate which is cool <laughs> uh, but yeah, Alan, you seem bummed about it where you see really just like i'm <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm, you know, it always bumps me out a little bit. Uh, Alan challenged me to read Secret Invasion. I have not done no, that. Um, so. no. Ian challenged me to bring a new 52 or Marvel Now book. Which that, you did. Which I did do. Yeah. Uh, uh, which one was it? Something. I don't know. Some book. Um, Prez. Yeah, yeah, Prez. Yeah, Prez, yeah. which is technically, technically a it's new. Technically, that's a, that's a new DC book. I'll give that to you. Uh, and then Chewie challenged me to work on a specific plot line of character yeah. in a comic book that yeah. I've been trying to work on. I did not. Okay. <sighs> Uh, so forever unpublished, uh, oh, and then the Ryan, and the Ryan, the Ryan Roof story. Roof story. <laughs> uh, and then our our challenge for the whole for the whole group was to talk about books that we have read but not read for the show, just our own comic book reading. I we've started to do more of that. The way I talk about, I mean, the, one of the three series I keep up with now. There's there's now there's now four. One of them is Batman. One which I'm behind on, admittedly. I got really kind of tired on one issue, and I was like, I don't want to read this for a while. Um, and then Sex Criminals, I kept up on. Uh, I kept up on um, on Walking Dead, and then the new series that got out this year for me that I've been keeping up on. Every time a new issue comes out, I read it. Wicked and Divine, yeah. incredible, great comic. Uh, All right, so, yes. so Alan, hmm. what's yes. your challenge for yourself? This you year? have to, or, or do you, you want us to challenge you your, first your to, to, to spark your thing up? 
spark your mind. I'm going to challenge Thanks. myself to come up with a challenge. No, later. okay, we're no, going to we're year, no, we're going to no, no, okay, we're going to challenge you then and then you have to think of one. Okay, so suck. who wants to go first? Who wants to challenge Alan first? I don't have anything planned, so not me. I don't either, but let me think. Cool, of, let's move on. No, not no, to challenge no. you. Hmm. No. <laughs> uh, I think um let's see. Yeah, see, we're gonna spend all this time <laughs> going like. Hmm, <laughs> Let's see. I got one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a pretty direct challenge or whatever, and it's gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna challenge you to bring a, um, a very obviously chewy style book that isn't a manga or a darn web, that's so or, easy <laughs> or, or a web comic okay okay all right i, have to I bring a chewy book i challenge you to bring a batman book with your favorite batman villain in it all right so think about who that is does and then batman beyond count no i'm gonna stick make you stick with Dang, bruce wayne that's uh. so he can't even do dick grayson batman uh, okay, can you, do can do, Bats? you can do you can do Dick Grayson Batman, but it has to be. But the, the the main criteria is it has your favorite Batman villain in it, All right. and not Batman Beyond because I want you to stick with the Although Batman modern Beyond world. does have a couple really cool villains. It does, but did you but did you but did you see how easy that was? Remember when I said Attack on Titan and you said no, that doesn't count. That's fine. That's then fine. I'm gonna, you I'm gonna hold revenge. you to that. That's my revenge. You got your revenge. Um, I'm gonna challenge you to bring. Actually, it's the same challenge I gave Chewie last year. Bring something from the Silver Age. Oh, I got Bring. that already. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, write it down. One challenge done. Uh, uh, what's your challenge to so yourself? Challenge, challenge myself. Whether it be show-related or personal. It's going to be personal. I'm going to finish that thing I was working on. Ten pages down, it's probably going to be another 15, but I got a year to do it. So Sweet. There you go. That done. That's good. So by this time next year, you should have it done. I need, okay, specifically, specifically, Ryan, I need to finish the first arc, mm-hmm. is what I'm going to say. Or not... First chapter. Let's call it a chapter. Yeah. Gotcha. I need to finish it. All right. Okay. It Chewy. is halfway done. I just need to finish the stupid thing. Do you want to do your self challenge? You want to solve the challenge? I'm writing these all Does that make me the secretary? You're the sec. Yeah, you're the secretary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have you, you guys challenge me first, okay. so it can get my challenge juices going. Mm, okay. Mm. My resolution juices. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. It's gonna be tough. I mean, we could. I think. Should we carry over the previous goals that we didn't do, like the Silver Age? You can, yeah. If you want to. Okay. So that one still stands. So you don't need to rechallenge that one. No. no. Okay. But I have one for you. Okay. Bring a Superman book you like. Okay. (laughs) He has to read a bunch of Superman. It's hard. (laughs) Or he could look up one and be like, "Oh, that sounds like a cool Superman premise. I'd like to see that done and try it out." Okay, Superman book. Right. Or, or, or put it this way I won't say that you like or bring a Superman book that you think sounds interesting but it has to have it has to be Superman main character it can't be like oh well it's a Batman book but Superman's like really important in this okay. one it has to be Superman centric okay what right. about Superman Unchained which is the only option I can think uh, of you I want I want Chewie to bring something uh, influential to him I want I want you to bring something that not because it looked cool, not because, and it may, it, it's got to be something that like resonates with you on a very sp- particular level and you have to arti- articulate why that is. We need to put all of, okay. you had two years to build up your analytical skills. It's time to like put it to yeah, use. Yeah, no, I'm just, I think I might have already brought the ones that are very funny. <laughs> you know, there's a whole there new, all of them? There's a whole new year of comics, buddy. Yeah. And there's plenty uh, to look at. You have a year to do it. Okay. All right. All right. Chewy, or, or Ryan, what's your challenge, Chewy? Oh, I, I'm gonna stick with my previous challenge. Oh, I thought that we were gonna. No, have, that's we're gonna, gonna stand. That's, oh, gonna, that's stand. gonna stand, yeah. and I get to do a new one. Yeah, yeah. a mm-hmm. new one on top of that. Yeah. 
That's my penance. <laughs> Your penance? The yeah. worst character. That's the worst oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I'm going to challenge you. Sorry, I hadn't thought of one because I thought I wouldn't That's have cool. to. I can fair. I can say mine yeah, while you're yours. Um, I think I'm gonna follow Alan here, and I'm gonna go for finishing that quote first issue of what I was writing, um, with uh, at least in a first draft format, so I can give it to Alan and say, "Here, here's the rest of it. What do you, what do you think?" Okay. As I'll say, very so a complete work of some kind. Yeah, which I will say very slurredly because undoubtedly you'll be meeting me at bootleggers at some point, <laughs> being like, "Hey, what's going on?" I was, I just been writing. <laughs> Here, that's how it happened last time, that and that's how I got like six pages done. <laughs> and like the first page was like it's okay, and then the second like, and then the rest of the pages were like, "Man, this like is." Like it flows, it like it, it's like a good story. I was like, "This one started having some drinks." <laughs> it's very true, actually. Um, I would like to see you bring. I'm trying to decide how to articulate this. There's a couple of different ways words. I could describe it. Um, either like something that that ends up being like more like a slice of life book, uh, or yeah. like, or I, my other challenge would be like a diary of a serial killer. <laughs> slice, slice. No, or, no, like, or, like you know, it's his day to day routine. Like a small press book, so a book that's okay. not, you know, like Marvel, one like one, one of the comic, like not one that you just walk into a comic book store and grab off the shelf, but something that like you either buy directly from the creator or, or something like that. And you've done that once, yeah. So something. Times. So something in in that vein, something really indie comicsy, I guess, is <laughs> yeah. just the general way I'm. I'm you already have What if <laughs> I think I already have one? Is it the one um, I just mapped? I, I think so. Yes. Uh, second question, a follow up question to that is, um, what if it's like a, a, a like a comic book store and they have like a whole like local artists and writers that's, section? That's perfectly like, fine. Is that, yeah, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. All right, Ian. Uh, you guys go first. Um. All right. Can Let's see. Tough? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to bring let's see. Oh man, that's that's a tough one there. That's a real that's a real tough toughy one. Alright, I got one. Yeah. For Ian. Ian, I want you to bring a nineteen nineties comic book. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well I, and I mean that exactly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Uh, can can I add some stipulations to make it more difficult for me? Sure. Nothing like, oh, it's the Batman animated series comic. Nothing like that, right? Yeah, no, no. It has nothing. to be a on the rack as a comic only 1990s book, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want? Like do you want to? Do you want to even make it harder and say no Batman? I, I, I think I that's sort implied. of thought that that's implied. Yeah, yeah. No Batman. <laughs> okay. No Batman. Okay. All so right. Put it on the record. Now. And it has to be something I like, right? Or it can just be garbage. <laughs> I, I mean, ideally, sure. you want to bring something that we're going to enjoy. Sometimes reading. I like bringing stuff to torture. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> try. You gotta try. <laughs> Uh, bring your least favorite hero book, like one that I know you that's like. your way of saying bring Green Lantern, but I no, think no, there's no, one no, no, necessarily. Not necessarily. Although if you do, I'll laugh. Um, <laughs> no. But I want like bring a superhero book like you normally do, but bring one that you like you've never read just because you hate the idea of it. Okay. Or like you, it's just not something you jive with. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll find something. Okay. I would challenge you in terms of reading to. Bring it, it, it's very loose stipulations either a character or story or particular book or whatever it is, particular issue, run, whatever it is, 
of um, something that seems to be generally liked by pretty much everyone, but that you're just like, no, not not. Oh, so you want me to pull up my Allen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pull an Allen. Like, like, but the other thing too is when you bring it, I don't want you to preface it with that. Like this is the book that I don't like that everybody likes oh. until after we discuss it because that way we can get an honest thing to see if we all where we fall on that side of the fence if we align with you or with the general. So does do you mean like it has to be like a property that I don't like or like a comic no, I like don't a like specific comic a- anything? So, so but, but could it be based off like because because I'm I usually tend to be the guy who brings the brings the licensed material. Can it should it be like a licensed material that you guys don't know that I don't like? It's you're the guy that finds something you like in everything. Find ba- one ba- where you like basically, you basically can't. <laughs> okay. It basically if you if it's a licensed property that you don't like that everybody else seems to like, if it's a particular character in general, if it's a particular uh con- if it's a particular story arc, if it's a particular run or whatever, maybe like for here's a good example. Some people love Batman uh in in how should I say this? Some people might be like, oh man, like I, I really like Batman and because they like like Frank Miller Batman. They're like, oh I don't I, but I don't like uh, you know, um I, I don't like, you know, any other Batman besides like Frank Miller Batman or whatever. You know, maybe you like like that's you or something. I, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm painting the picture. I think I get the picture. Basically I something that everyone else seems to like in some way, shape or form, but you don't like that, but just bring it and don't tell us until after we discuss it. Okay, got it. Okay. Um okay, my challenge for myself, it's kind of similar to Chewy's. Um I challenge myself to write more, I have a really great like little three or four page comic idea that I've wanted to work. And actually, based on the property you're telling me, I think it might. Depending, I don't want to ask you more questions about what you were working on, but it might be a character that could work in your world as well. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, uh, but oh, yeah, the, pr- to, to write more, um, let me think though. I want to set a, a reading goal for myself. That's that's big, like I, I did last year. Maybe not two things. I said I went too far last year. Maybe one thing. Um, Let's see. You know what? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Just because I'm looking at him. I want to read all of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's not a crazy amount. It's a fair amount. It's like 30 issues or so. Yeah, you can do that's that. Not, it's not Space it out over a year. He'll be fine. Yeah, if I read one every two months, I think I'll be okay. So Alan Moore's Swamp Thing is my, my personal read solution, but also to work more on the on the writing front. That's the big one, is I want to start getting on that. I'm not getting any younger. I'm <laughs> every, every closely No, you're death. not. Yes. Negative. It's true. All right, Ryan time. Ryan time. All right, it's time for you guys to crap on me. Let's do it. Uh, uh, all right, well, well, let's see. What can we... Well, did you... Oh, we were talking about our goals. Okay, so what is yours? Hmm, I'm trying to think here for a second. Um, the problem is that... I'm so great. Yeah, it's hard. It's, so. it's difficult. No, I'm just challenging to bring garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want but, to see all not, the but same But not thing. like garbage that's indie Ryan garbage. Like, challenge him to bring something that's not... Let me think here. Um, let me think here. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. That's why I wanted you to read Secret Invasion last year. All right. But you well, never did. I'll carry that over. That's that's part of my challenge for okay. next year. All right. Okay. Uh, but you still have to assign me something. Um, yeah, that's going to be I, tough. I'm going to challenge you. I got one. All right. To and it, How you go about figuring this out or not is up to you. Uh-huh. Um, I challenge you to find a crossover event, a major crossover event that you actually kind of like a little bit. All right. Bring it. All right. 
So, I mean, if you want, if that means if you want to go ahead and look through major crossover events and read the Wikipedias on them and figure out which one you're interested in before you read it, that's totally fine. But basically, I want you to bring one and be like, I actually kind of like this one. <laughs> All right. I want, I challenge you to embrace your inner Ian by bringing a book with a story you love, but with art you hate. Oh. <laughs> so, art that you're just like, I don't like that art, but man, that story's so good. I can move past <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, I want you to bring a book that defines mm, let me think i'm trying to like place this properly i want you to bring a book that like to you looks smells and feels like you are 18 years old like, <laughs> like him specifically like you specifically yeah. okay. like when you look at it you flash back to the exact moment when you were 18 years old and you Ugh. were looking and you're like if, if you're like here's a book that represents me at 18 yes okay okay either a, book, either a book that i really enjoyed then or yeah that just, just flashes me back to that the reason time. the reason is up to you but something that you like when you see it you immediately like you triggers you back to being 18 all right all right okay uh, for myself, I um, kind of like Ian and Chewie. I want to write some comics more. Uh, no, you know what? Um, so you guys should just write stuff for me because I hate writing. There you go. Um, <laughs> just write stuff so I can draw. Can it. No, I'm gonna. I want to try. I have myself. a book called Adventures of Stick Figure, man. Are you interested? In <laughs> sure. Trying this. I feel like you're the right person. For <laughs> he's really. He's really tall. <laughs> That's just me. The Adventures of Chair Boy. Oh. He's a chair, and things happen around him. That sounds. Good. And the things are like somebody sits on him and eats breakfast. It's the next dinosaur comics. But they, they're mostly off panel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I wanna. Um, I wanna keep writing about comics. I wanna write about comics more regularly. Try to like do it every Wednesday. I have another goal for myself. Can I oh. set one? Well, yeah, I, oh, I, I have. Well, it's probably for you and me. You're gonna write about comics. I want to. Every week, uh, or every week, as best as I can, when scheduling allows, go to the comic book store and every week have Instagram photo of all the comics I bought. That's a good one. Okay, right. So that way I can keep a record and also start doing like what you're doing, reviewing more. But yeah, like like a yeah, that's a a good idea. Ryan, I don't want to, I don't want to issue you another one. I want to help you with yours. Uh huh. Do it. Just do it on every Friday. All right. right. So Wednesday's the day the books come out. You have time to go there, get the comics, read them. It gives you two days. At least write one. And then every yeah. Friday, you you have a like a continuous update schedule. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's what That's I would think. That's a good think. challenge. I like that. And I, I yeah, I just want to amend that one. That's not my like, from me. <laughs> can I challenge the whole podcast to two things? Or to, yeah. Well, to one thing, but we don't have to do it twice. Can I? Can I finish me? Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. I forgot okay. that you didn't do you. What? You, what yeah. Would you have more goals? Yeah. Uh, um, you do you, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do have, there's the writing project that Chewie challenged me about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, funny story, a friend of mine from church uh, who listens to our podcast, um, who, uh, hi, Cameron, um, was, up, he's, Cameron? he does illustration and art. He's like, hey, you should write a comic for me to draw. Dude, so here's right there. I'll say this: so I want to make that start to happen with the project that you that you're talking about. If you go that route, the cool thing is it can totally be done in more of a zine format, so it doesn't necessarily have to be 25 pages. Well, and that was the other thing I wanted to do is I wanted to actually create a some sort of sketchbook anthology zine type item that is actually exists by the end. We go somewhere. We can go, uh, to, we go, to, we go to Comics Arts LA next year. That's true. Yeah. Comics Arts LA, Ape. 
all that good if stuff. If you're doing what you're do- doing, I, I have it. an idea for a for a back matter material that's loosely based on you. Right. I told I now told it's been I said. told you my loose my loosely based back matter idea. Um, all right, so challenges for everybody. Yes, it's a it's a it's a it's a challenge for all of us to hold each other accountable next year. Since we didn't do one this year, yeah, two, okay. two, okay. 50 cent bin pulls issues. Okay. Two of them. We're going to yeah. do that on one episode, right? No, also, we're, yeah, we're going to do two of them this year, though. Oh, we really do? <laughs> because we didn't do one this year, so we got to make up yeah. for it. Uh, two. Wow. Also, two this year. That um, that fan choice episode that yes. was suggested to us. We got to figure episode. out a way to do that with a poll or something. I also had... Okay, made, you know what? Actually, we just did a poll yeah. on, yeah. Uh, on Super Action Bros. We figured this really out. well. Yeah. So we nice. have a we have a way of doing it. So All right. we're, we're good. I, I also had an idea. What was the other idea? Is like that we do like a like a like a comic swap where like somebody else picks an issue that they think that person would, would bring. That's a good one. I don't know. It's 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 a rough we'll idea. Talk I'm about that, it out. Some sort of way so where definitely, I think but at the, yeah, at the very yeah. at the very yeah. least fifty fifty cent bin twice because right. we need to make up or we didn't do another Absolutely. one this year. I still have issues from the last time we did. That it. was so good <laughs> that we had to pick new one. But that uh, was that was so much fun. That Hulk book that's great. Uh, oh, I really yeah. had a fun time getting that. Um. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Well, we 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 locked those in the computer. And by computer, I mean Ryan's beep, iPad, boop, boop, and he's technically send us that a note. computer. It is a computer. Okay. Oh no, it's encrypting. Hold on. It's a it's a it's a dot matrix printer. <laughs> um, but those are our read solutions for next year. Is it play the guy? So theme? guys, I think I think we've reached the end of another issue of of, of four o'clock. Yeah, I'm sure that last like thirty minutes was riveting. You know what? I'm sure they'll like it. They they can hold us accountable. You guys can make a checklist at home. Ryan, can we provide? Can we make a checklist so people at home can check them off? Sure. Why not? Yeah. I'll post <laughs> it on the blog. You know what? They might. Charlie might do it. Charlie be like, "Oh, Ian did his thing." Because then, if we forget, he'll be like, "Oh, wait, no, you did do that at this at this." And then, if we don't, if you don't do it, then Charlie can come and kill you. No, I don't know about that. (laughs) I didn't agree to that. I did not agree to that. Maybe, maybe, maybe ten k. Hey, so what books are we gonna bring next time? So next time, guys, for the next issue, we want to give you a preview before we go on. Before we go on uh, into the night, Uh, we want to give you a preview of what we're reading next time. Next time, guys, is our holiday episode. It's our it's our Christmas special. All right. So this episode's going long. Let's uh let's so along, boys. We uh Chewy, I think did you you suggested something for us to read next the next time, correct? Uh yeah, I did. Um so for, for for our for our uh, first prince that is. Yes. A so holiday themed book, which I I had a hard time finding anything holiday themed. Maybe I'm just bad at looking. But I had a really hard time finding that. It was a little bit difficult, and some of it's like one episode of one a issue, yeah. uh, of a like um, I'm sorry, one not one episode, one issue of like some you know comic or something like that. Um, give me a second here, I'm pulling up the details. But I, I found um, this thing that looked pretty interesting, and let's see here. I'm probably gonna mispronounce one of the names because I I still don't know. For sure, for one hundred percent certain. So it's a um, miniseries, a five issue miniseries from uh, Image that came out in two thousand thirteen. It is called "The Last Christmas." Okay. And uh, the story, and this is where I'm going to mess it up. Jerry Duggan or Gary Duggan? I'm not too sure. Um, it's with a G. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, art by Rick Remender. 
Ooh. Story by Brian Posehn. Nice. Which, by the way, Dugan and Posehn and, and did. Dugan, yeah. Dugan yeah. and Posehn both did the news. Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool. Exactly. Ah, so we know so, where so. Keep that in mind. Here's a little blurb about it here. Uh, the writers behind the hit series Deadpool present the sad, funny, and true story of Santa Claus after the apocalypse. After tragedy strikes the North Pole, Santa turns his back on humanity and gives up on Christmas. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we go. Nice. So it's right. called The Last Christmas. Check it out. Uh, so for Santa here's my- Claus is holding automatic rifles on the cover, so it'll be pretty uh, there you apparent. Go. Uh, so uh, we will go ahead now and do our Here's My Issue. I think we're doing holiday-themed issues. Alan, do you yeah. have your holiday-themed issue? I do. I have one. What is it? Uh... Oh, do I tell you now? Yes, you tell us. It's your turn. Is it? Is it my turn to tell? It's your turn to tell. Okay, so my thing is um, from apparently a smaller Spider-Man run. <laughs> <laughs> you stole mine. Now I did. Sorry. <laughs> you. Sorry. I have to go first. Do you want to bring? Go ahead. No, no, no. It's okay. Do you no, want to no. bring this one? No, no, no. Go ahead. I, go ahead. I'll let Just you bring talk. this one. Go now. Go, go ahead. Talk now. Go. Okay. So I'm gonna bring the one that Ian. This is everything, Ian. By the way, because it's Spider-Man and it's Darwin Cook. Yep. And uh, it's called uh, "Twas the Fight Before Xmas," oh, and it's uh, cool. it's called "Spider-Man's Tangled Web" number twenty-one. There we go. Cool. Are Sorry, you buddy. stole my book. No, do it, do it. Because I got my, I got my. No, 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 no. Do it, do it, do it. So, in the spirit of uh, the holiday season, and as an act of gift giving, uh, Ian gave me the uh, book that he had tapped tapped a long time ago to for, ho- for a holiday episode. Um, and he's saying it's okay. Cause I, even though I had a backup, but um, so I'm going to bring the book called Klaus um, number one here. Klaus right? Klaus number one, uh, K L a U S uh, by Grant Morrison and art by Dan Mora. Um, it's on boom studios and uh it's basically, um, <laughs> it's basically about Santa Claus, you know. But it, it's not necessarily. Basically, the man called Klaus. Uh, yeah, he's he's a different type of Santa. He's a different type of Santa. On the cover, there's a wolf. He's got blood. He's got an elk. So yeah, there you go. Sounds good. Heavy metal Christmas, Klaus. Uh, Ryan, why don't you go? Because again, still looking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I, I got mine. You do. Oh, All right. Yeah, yeah, I do. do it. Do it. Hey, huh. you know what I'm going to do? What's do that? a resolution right now. Oh, boom. Wow. Boom. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and bring a book. I'm going to go ahead and cross off Ryan's re- resolution. I'm going to bring a book from February of 1991. Nice. You ready for this? Nice. This is my backup, just in case I had a feeling Alan right, did that. Right, so right. I picked this one. Wait, this I just wanted to get the information. Book? This is a Christmas book. Okay. It is from Incredible Hulk. It's issue number 378. It is uh, entitled uh, Rhino Plastered. It's written by uh, Peter David and Kurt Busaic, and um, penciler is Bill, ja- I'm going to say Jaska, but the cover of this, is, if you can see it, is the Hulk fighting Santa Claus. What? <laughs> Apparently, Rhino is at the, Rhino, the Spider-Man yeah. villain, is at the mall dressed as Santa and is causing some mischief. Oh, wow. And what? Bruce Banner and Rick Jones are there and have to call, have to, have to. Boom. Put the smack on him. Oh, man. So there you go. Uh, Incredible Hulk 378. Resolution done. Boom. Nice. I am <laughs> uh, bringing the Flash Gordon holiday special oh, nice. from last nice. year, 2014. Uh, so it's just Flash Gordon holiday special uh, number one. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Well, that is going to do it for another issue here of Four Color Commentary. Thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate all of you. Feel free to reach out to us in the ways we mentioned before. Uh, we do like hearing from you. And join us next time for our wonderful holiday Christmas spectacular. There's going to be lights, but there's no lights. Christmas delight. And we love you. Merry holidays. Merry Krampus. And <laughs> yes, it's Krampus Knocked. Go enjoy some Krampus like activities. Krampus. Go see the movie. Holidays good for you. I'm Alan. Much to being holidays wishes. I'm Chewy. And let all acquaintance be forgotten. Drink eggnog till you pass out and cry. I'm Ian. Thank you. I'm Ryan. See you next time. Oh, 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 This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.